Let's go! Who's up next? Welcome, Internet, to the Xbox Empire podcast, part of the Play Some Video Games Network of Podcasts. I'm Elaine. Donnie's here. It's Wednesday that we're recording this. We're back to our normal schedule after a fun-filled weekend of raising money uh, for a, a lot of money. $20,000. And that's very awesome. That made it's my very heart very awesome. happy. I yeah. only cried a little bit. Hmm. <laughs> Just, I only teared up a little. I, I cry about everything. I'm like a crier. For those people who don't know me, I cry when I'm angry. So it's like not unexpected that I cried about a happy moment, but I spent like all day today crying. It's been a party, but uh, we're back to our normal, you know, shenanigans. There's not too much news between Sunday and now, but you know, Donnie, what are you playing? Have you played video games? Uh, did, you, did you just need to not play video games? Yeah, not since Sunday. Since Sunday, oh, I have right. not. I've been working um, the whole time, really. And then after Sunday, like like Monday, I was just kind of worthless. I didn't do anything. I just kind of sat on yeah. the couch. It's kind of spent. You yeah. Know, got a lot of energy out, so I just kind of had to recoup. So I've just been working and stuff. And then today was a long day. So uh, tonight, I went, went ahead and did something special. I brought mojitos. Oh, ho, ho. I got a. He's got an actual adult. I'm just drinking 20 ounces of tea here like I usually do. And then I wonder why I don't sleep. Actually, it's not caffeinated tea. Yeah, full on um, mojito over here with you're mint just, and everything. Oh, did you really? Did you, mm-hmm. you know, mortar mm. and pestle or mull the mint down? <sighs> That's good. That's, you go. That hits the spot. <laughs> it's only Wednesday, my dude. You got two days this week. It's um, the worst part. It is. It is. And like since we switched to vaccinations, I still have work to do on Saturdays and Sundays too. So like it just keeps going. Like don't really That's have wild. a day just just not to do anything. I uh, we're parents. There is no such thing at this mm. point for me at least often. Mm-hmm. But I feel that. Um, kind of looking forward to this coming weekend to not do anything. I did play. I played a really fun game today called Can I Get Hitman Three to Work Properly? Oh, did <laughs> and you import all of my content? So I bought Hitman Three digitally, which I don't on PC? usually do. Uh, no, I got it on Xbox. I think it doesn't play, plays best on Xbox. I've heard great things. I about read. Xbox. Yeah. I also played the bulk of my Hitman Two time on Xbox, so I was like, okay, well, I can import my progress through. Their website was broken for that all day, and the downside to that is, if you care enough to import your content, when you do it, it will wipe any existing Hitman Three save data. So I've mostly just been kind of fiddling with the website to get it to go because I don't want to start Hitman Three, import it, and have it wipe my Hitman Three progress because mm-hmm. that would suck. Yeah. So I've been playing this weird game of how to get all the maps from Hitman 1 and 2 in. I guess Hitman 1 is sort of broken right now, but Hitman 2 worked. So I have all my Hitman 2 maps in, and I finally initiated the progress transfer. I, they made this so complicated, man. Like, I love IO, and I love these Hitman games. Why is this so freaking hard? Why do I have to work so hard to play things I already they're trying to They're trying to string along this process that, you know, that they've had forever. I don't know. Right. Well, it's new every time they do it. Like from Hitman 1 to Hitman 2 it was actually not that complicated. You went in and in Hitman, in one of them, 
you initiated a pack and it would down it downloaded the high res versions of the maps into the other one. Nice. For some reason, this time it's so much more complicated. I don't because the, the reason it's more complicated is because they're transferring your progress through the levels and unlocks from Hitman Two to Hitman Three. Sure. Also. So there's two separate processes. So it's like, but whatever, I have the game, it's installed. I'm probably going to sit down after this this podcast and see how many creative ways I can murder men. Because that's my favorite part of the Hitman games. Have you played either of the previous? I played no. one at some point in time. I don't remember what it was, but, and the reason I don't remember what it was, because I played it all for 20 minutes, probably, and turned it off. Fair enough. I didn't like the older Hitman games quite as much as I like this World of Assassination trilogy, mm-hmm. um, of which Hitman 3 is the final game in the kind of story arc for those who care. I there's something about the the way that these games are just forgiving enough that you can totally not execute anything perfectly. It can all fall apart and you can still make it work and still get out. And I love that because nice. I'm bad. I'm bad at stealth games. I am. Whoops. I guess I'm shooting everyone now. <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah. So for this to have different ways to, for me to approach things and be just forgiving enough with the AI, it's kind of like it's like my perfect. And it's super stupid. You can do some dumb stuff. I know it got really good reviews. I, I mean, I'm not buying it, so I didn't read any of them. But um, I mean, his review is already out, so I'm sure I can share about it. But Grub's been telling me for weeks that he's like kind of in love with it. He's been playing it for uh, a while. I flipped through his review because uh, I knew he liked it. Like you yeah, can he tell really likes it. Like he loves it. Anybody liked the previous game? Yeah, so and I, I was like, like, this is more of his type of thing. And I, I like. I like finding reviewers that like games. Yes. And then, you know, so like um, the perfect example of this is Callie Plaguey, who mm-hmm. is with, was a GameSpot now. Yes. I so. always want to know what she thinks about Pokemon games. Yes, Even absolutely. though she that I, I basically disagree with like almost every other review I think I've ever. Sure. <laughs> but but, yes. but Pokemon, it's like I trust her Pokemon opinion. It's right? funny though because like would you wouldn't you still buy the Pokemon game? Oh yeah, I just want to yeah. know what she thinks about it because yeah, I, I trust her opinion on it. Yes. I Whereas think- what I don't want to have is I don't want to get like somebody who's played like Last of Us, Ghost of Tsushima, Gears Five, and Cyberpunk, and then they're like they get the review for Pokemon. They're like this game sucks. Well, right. you it's know, like I don't want to listen to that person. You know, I, I've brought I, that up for a long time. It's that's a good point. Yeah. I think people I think that, that way with me with the golf games. Like when a golf game comes out, we actually have folks that were like, we want, you know, Donnie, did you see this? Like, what do you think about yeah. this game? There's something to be said, even if you know that you're going to make a purchasing decision outside of the context. Like I knew I was going to buy this game before reading Grub's review, right? Like obviously, but I like people's unbridled joy when they get a product that they really love, yeah. that they've loved previously. There's just, it's not that I need his affirmation that the game is good it's just that i like reading that he's having a good damn time with a video game you know well, like and i think when you find somebody that really likes a franchise or an ip or a style of game their review is going to probably be more critical and they're probably going to be more appreciative yes it's, it's going to go both ways right you're going to get yes. like a little more hyperbolic opinion in both regards because they're not going to be as forgiving as somebody who doesn't care as much but at the it same time to- yes they're going to exaggerate all of the special parts of the game yeah, it can go too far. Like sometimes it depends on the reviewer and I don't have a good off the cuff example, but some people can like something so much that they become hypercritical, mm-hmm. like yep. almost to a fault. To yep. a, to a, I don't care. That's I think I'm much. that way with quite a few games. And I, I think Mario is like one that I've definitely got that close to. It's like they're trying to prove that they're not 
that the review is not like you know biased mm -hmm. and it's too much and i'm like dude it's okay to like it like it's, it's okay, okay to, to be biased so that's it's okay to, that's the, the way opinions work the bro. fallacy is that we're all biased <laughs> That, that, and that's the function of a review, There is right? no non-bias opinion. Opinion. It's an opinion. Yeah. Your opinion comes with inherent implicit bias of mm -hmm. who you are and what your experiences have been in your life. Like, that's the way that reviews The only non-bias opinion would be something that's extremely, not extremely, absolutely objective-based. It, you know, it, but that's not an opinion. The game runs anymore. well. It looks good. The music sounds good. You know, like, just off of pure performance. But it's not an opinion anymore. Right. That's it's not just really reporting. a review so much as like a technical checkbox. Mm -hmm. Like that's what Digital Foundry does. Mm -hmm. Here is the data. I yep. love that. I want that. But that's not an opinion. That's not a review. It's it's a data stack, yep. right? And that's great. And that has a place too. But I think this people was a come fantastic in, decision. Look at you with your mojito, looking all oh. fancy. He's lifting his pinky for anybody who's listening to the audio version. It's a heavy cup. My cup is too heavy to do you that. Need I the need counterbalance. <laughs> but um. I, I have enjoyed reading the Hitman reviews because they the game is good. Apparently, Hitman 3 is very good, you guys. I will report back next week when I've had some time with it. But I don't see me not liking it. I loved How long does the Hitman game usually take to play? It really depends on how you want to play it. Like, if you just want to go through the level one time, accomplish the base objectives and get out, you're probably looking at a 10 to 15 hour, maybe 20 hour experience. If you want to do all of the sub-objectives or see, like, they're different, like ways to go about things and different little uh kind of conversations and and avenues you can unlock as you walk through the levels if you want to see all that stuff i mean you could invest you know 100 plus hours into a game like this they brought one of them to game pass at one point the first and i played I want to say, 20 minutes of it but it's you know it's a heavy stealth game and i always i always say that i don't like stealth games but that's not true i love the last of us and that's a stealth game the stealth in Hitman is more forgiving than the stealth in The Last of Us. Right. You but, uh, you can break the AI in Hitman way back. Way. And like, I think Deus Ex's stealth at times yes. can be more involved. Yes. Um, but for whatever reason, I like playing The Last of Us more. And I and I played a lot of Deus Ex as well, actually. And uh, for whatever reason, I just didn't get into it the little bit that I played. Maybe I just wasn't in the mood or didn't play the right one. Or just... Not for you, it's to and that's totally okay. This is one know, of those like, franchises I've never really given a shake, and I've never really fair. wanted to. The um, I'm going to butcher which one it came from. I've played a lot of Hitman games over the years. We used to play them in college. We used to like pass the controller and take turns. But there was a Mardi Gras level in one of the older ones, and you could dress up in these ridiculous costumes. It was so that's good. I think you could drop a piano on a dude in that level, that's which hilarious. is you know very classic. But that Mardi Gras level, even back then was a technical marvel with how many people they put in and how you could wiggle through the AI. It, I love games that it look like they should be breakable and somehow they hold their crap together just barely. Well, that's why I love Breath <laughs> of the Wild. That's fair. That's And that's a different kind of the same yeah, concept. Yeah, but it's but, systems. It's what makes the yeah. game. And that's what Hitman... Hitman's 100% the same way. And mm -hmm. I like it for those particular... For whatever it's worth, I don't like Splinter Cell either. I tried playing I don't like. I'm not good it. at Splinter Cell. I don't like it. I don't enjoy Splinter Cell. Mm -hmm. But Hitman vibes with me, so we're going to... I know a lot of people are wanting Perfect Dark to be like that, and I was like, ooh. Perfect Dark was a shooter, though. Let's not let's not get crazy. Let's not screw kids. up a good thing. Let's not... Let's, <laughs> I'm all for new things, but like, let's not get crazy. Um, the only other thing I've been playing this week, and I realize this is an Xbox podcast, but you guys have to deal. I finished uh, Neil Gaiman's um, Norse Mythology, so I reinstalled God of War. Nice. Because why not? Yeah. You know, I was in a mood. Let's go from Valhalla right into the next one. Yeah, just more, you know, more Norse, 
Uh, Hellblade is on. I think I reinstalled that on my Xbox. I'm about halfway so. through it. No, no, no. I'm more than that. You're the more than that, right? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I think I'm almost done. I'm on the um, the Zeus quests at the end. Okay, isn't isn't that game only like five or six hours? I think it's longer than that. Is it? It's been a long time. I think it's like ten or twelve. Okay, that makes more sense, maybe. But I mean, I've been playing it. Um, I put a. I, I restarted it um, last week, and and I put a, a little bit of time into it, and then um, Scott Pilgrim versus the World dropped, and I did yeah. that. I'm on my second run now. How long is that game? Um, My memory is hazy. I did not own that game. I played someone else's copy, but like it was a whole thing. But it's short, right? Six to eight hours for oh, a, for a, for a run. Yeah, you could beat it faster. Uh, you could. I, I mean, it, so it's a beat 'em up, right? So a lot of it is how how good are you? And there's there's a grind. Um, really, you've got to grind to like because there's like a light RPG mechanic. You got to grind to level up your characters. I don't remember any of this video. It's yet. not. Oh, I, I it, mean, I, I love the, I love the IP, right? Yeah, I know that. Yeah. And it, I, I loved, I loved it on 360. And uh, I was one of those people that were like, just enraged when they delisted it. I was so upset. And I have my 360 and I've kept it forever. And I bought it on PlayStation 3 before they delisted it as well. And, uh, oh, I bought the collector's edition from Limited. Oh, of course Park. you did. I'm so The excited. question is, do you still love that game as much now? Yeah, I do. Yeah, as fondly I, as you remember. I had a big old smile on my face the whole time Good. that I played it. It's Good. a shame that they never made a sequel because it could be better. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people have asked me my opinion on this game. And I mean, as a game, it is Scott Pilgrim to a T. But like if, if all you know is the movie, you probably might be prepared to be let down because it's very basic. You know, it's sure. like Scott has to fight Ramona's seven you know, evil exes and that's it. Like that's the story. It's like a cutscene. But it's well, it's it's one of those things. How much do you appreciate like a little comic art scene in between levels of like well, Ramona and Scott kissing or being like awkwardly holding hands on a swing set? Like if if that like warms you and makes you happy, you're gonna love this game. If you're like, where's the story? You're gonna hate this game. Well, this is the era where Castle Crashers was the same way. Exactly, it, it's the perfect like. And it is Castle the, Crashers or this was the era uh, like that. River City Ransom. River City Ransom. Yeah. This there was an era on 360 of live games, small games, forgot mm-hmm. what they called them at the time, arcade games yeah. that were this. And it was fine because they were fun and they were like 10 bucks and it yep. was like, whatever, you know? That's how they um, got I, all ushered in and you got like the yeah. summer of arcade and I, all that good stuff. I mean, that's that's one of the biggest, you know, it's, I was thinking in this, Um, I listened to our, our show from Sunday, our Xbox 360 discussion. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that dawned on me when we were listening is that I was talking about indies and how I, I've moved a lot of my indies to xbox i really kind of like almost the platform that i'm playing most is probably the place where i think has the most juice with indies and That's it's fair. basically always followed that like i was heavy 360 360 then ps4 i, I did ps4 because they used to like when they were on the, the outs the they went junkie. hard for indies yeah. you remember on e3 they had like a whole stage of indies like 20 people and it, stuff it, oh, and then they launched ps4 and it like yep. dried up very early on like it was there right at launch there were a bunch and it's not like and they don't just, have them they just don't promote them they don't right. showcase them as much they don't lean on them as much exactly and xbox does like xbox has for years nintendo now. and xbox both and do game a very pass good job. Yeah. yeah and it's like yeah. that's and I, I was just thinking about it because not that there's anything wrong with playing the hits and I try to play the hits as much as I as I can but I 
I really probably like maybe 50% of my game time in an average year is probably just indie games. Oh, I'm like that too. I'll just buy I'm a 10 totally or $20 like game and play it just for four or five hours just to play it. I have zero, like, I, I won't apologize for it at all. I will lay in bed with my Switch sometimes because that's often easier. Like, just for those games, put my headphones on. That's it. And I'll do that. I do that probably, it is easily 50% of my year that is indies and maybe the occasional weird Japanese RPG that other people yeah. don't play. And then the rest of it is the fill-in with the, the AAA or the AA games. But I'm the exact same way. And I, I, have, I take so much joy in that. Yeah. Oh, so, uh, and, you know, I, I've always liked beat-em-ups. Um, I like Muso games. These yeah, things don't bother me at all. And uh, I had a blast playing it. I, I said, I got all the way through. I leveled up Scott all the way. I'm about halfway through with Ramona. I don't know if I'll go through and do everybody. Um, after my first run, I was like, I'm good. Ready to get back to something else, right? Hellblade <laughs> yeah, something. or something. Um, but it's a great palette cleanser. And it's just, yeah. I, I can't wait for that collector's edition to come. I think it might be, I mean, if it, if it shows the way it pictures, right? Like the picture and everything, it might be one of my favorite collector's editions I've ever seen. Is it limited run? Yeah. They do good stuff. They have my a, experience with them. They have a deck that folds out like right. like a like a band kit. You know, like yeah. a guitar case. Not yep. like a case, but like a metal case. Mm-hmm. And when it folds out, all the people are on stage and it has lights and it starts playing That's the dope. bit tunes from the game. That's dope. I hope That's it's amazing. Cool. I hope it's as cool as it sounds. Like right. Movie. Yeah, because when you see a picture, you have no idea for scale. So it could be like okay. this big or it could be like this big. Right. I have no idea. But when it gets here, like I, I'm really excited to see. It. And it's what got the, are they, all kinds of other stuff in it. Are they saying summer for that? What are they saying? I have no idea. Don't care. Oh, they don't. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it but went they, up for pre-order run, and I went, yes. <laughs> limited run does whatever they want. I don't care. And that's fine. It'll get here whenever things. it gets here. But I, I bought lots of stuff from limited run. I bought lots of vinyl from them or through laced records as well. Did you see that Just, it's their, okay. um, their highest selling game? Ever. Oh, is it really? Rebel Run's highest. And you remember when, when it was announced, I was almost, I was shocked that they didn't confirm a physical release. They were still working on the like details with, behind the scenes. Yeah, but I was shocked that they're not doing their own physical release. I'm shocked that it's even limited run. Like, I can't believe that Ubisoft didn't want to put this on physical. That has become a huge thing um, because they don't want to run a bajillion of them and have them sit on shelves. Like, Yeah, but it wouldn't even, sit on shelves. Well, we don't know. Like, we live in a bubble of like, yeah, everybody would buy it, but limited run has become the go-to for like the indie stuff that well and i guess you're right i mean to put it into focus like maybe a million don't sell they said they sold twenty five thousand in like their first two hours that's not that many copies so like think if you're ubisoft and you have to go to your printing press partner they're gonna laugh at you for twenty five thousand. yeah but ubisoft printed for physical there's physical copies of like wheel of fortune on switch yeah but and they don't care how much yeah i don't know why but they don't they'll just chunk those out and let them sit and they don't care um, they got those on a deal. We were getting rid of the small cartridges for Switch, <laughs> the storage space ones that were small. That I literally well, think this would happened. fit in that. It's like, yeah, yeah. But I think this was more of a like, uh, twenty-five to fifty thousand copies of this thing. Half the people aren't going to bother. I just was. I was not even surprised when they said that. I was like, of course they did because it was a delisted game. Yeah, this is one of the most. I think I don't know. I for me, this is one of the most beloved delisted games that come to mind. Like this and PT. What else has been uh, like if there was a physical re-release of PT, it would sell. Oh no, that's not that's that's not a question. Right. <laughs> I would buy whatever. I think Scott Pilgrim is like there for me. Like those are the two games when I think of like games that I can no longer buy that would put people in a fever rush. Maybe. That's one of yeah. them. Yeah, but it didn't I mean it's people don't copies. want it digital because they had it digital before and he took it away. 
I think, yes, I think that's true. But I think there's only a certain number of us who have that particular yeah. frustrated it's memory. Niche. Do you know what I mean? It's niche. We, it's, it's like the echo chamber effect. Sure. Like we are all mad and it's all of our Twitter. Sure. <laughs> so, but it's not that many human beings. Hey, so, but I'm glad that. I bought a $150 version of it just to have. Oh, sweetie. I own a $150 version of Dead Cells for reasons like that. So yeah. I, I make bad life choices. Oh, it's perfect. And, and Kevin bought the game on Xbox, so I played it there first. Okay, I, I, I want to play it on it. Switch, but I played I it on Xbox on first. And and that made me totally fine to just buy my Switch version guilt-free. So This is what I do all the time. It's a cheap I game. It it's only yeah, 15 it's like, bucks. What? 15 bucks. Who cares? Everybody should buy it. I mean, I'm me. going to purchase this video game. I'm actually surprised it didn't just launch into Game Pass. The cutest little pixel scenes. Just adorable. I agree with that. You know, here's the thing about this. And this is a, a funny little thing about this. I've never read the comics. As much as I have the music and I have watched the movie and I've played the game and I've had the game for years. I've never read the comics. My college friends were very attached to the comics. I'm and thinking about then, doing it. I've just never really read any comics. Oh, uh, so I never. So I'm picky about comics like i don't read superhero comics but i read everything else so like mm. scott pilgrim is technically in my wheelhouse gotcha. i just haven't gotten around to it like i like watchmen and saga and stuff like that okay like, that's not superheroes it's more drama so i don't know what i'm missing out on um i'm, I'm always i'm always kind of waiting for somebody to tell me like you're really missing out on this you know because <laughs> of this reason but um because i got the collector's edition i did put a copy of the comics in my wish list maybe one day someone get for my birthday or something you should check and see if like a local library or something has a digital. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like they, there's a lot of digital stuff these days that you can just do on a tablet with comics. That doesn't sound I know. as fun. It's not the same. That just but I don't sad. have anywhere to put any more paper books in my house. <laughs> there's no more space. I just wonder if it's any good. You know, the only real comic that I've really read is like the American Dreams, like Last of Us thing. It's the only thing I've really read that's comic based. I am very attached to the Watchmen comic. At the time that I read it, it was impactful for me. It still remains one of my treasured trades. There's some other stuff I own. But I adore the movie. I've seen the movie a hundred times. I I actually I liked, love it. I liked the movie. It's very a time and place film for me. I don't think I would like it if I watched it again now. Mm. I really don't. I really think I liked it because of when I watched it, how old I was and who I was hanging out with at the time. Sure. Now I think I would watch it and go, ugh. <laughs> it's, I, that's, it's just, it's totally a- It's one a, of my like- sick movies like if i'm not feeling well okay like i'll watch it which means that i watch it like once a year right that that makes sense that's like (laughs) it's like trying to think if i have a movie like that besides christmas films i think that it's probably mary poppins for me so it's my sick movie all right so neither of us is really playing that many video games but maybe by next week we'll be playing more video games we have the medium out next week we have the medium next week. Let's, but it's let's not going to be out first. by the time we record next week. It's not. Let's do this first. Let's talk about Game Pass updates because okay. that's relevant. Mm-hmm. Uh, Control for PC is coming out on the 21st, which is you know probably when a lot of you are listening to this. Desperados 3, which I've heard good things about, yeah. uh, also the 21st. Donut County. Kevin loves a game. A, a delightful, delightful <laughs> little nonsense game about Trash Pandas is uh, also the 21st. Highly recommend. Uh, it's got a Katamari meets you know, sarcastic raccoon humor vibe. Uh, Outer Wilds is coming to Android or cl- cloud, cloud, I guess. That, they yeah, should have called cloud. it X cloud. They've really messed cloud, up not right? calling it X cloud. Uh, on Xbox January game also. streaming. So cyber shadow, which has <laughs> got that. They got rid oh, of no. X cloud. It's like two consonants, right? Like X cloud, right. X box, X, everything. It sounds right. Series X, 
and then they replaced it with Xbox Game Streaming. What would Joseph Ferris say about this? To which they don't even say in their own press release because it's so damn, it's such a mouthful. So they say Android. Which is so much worse because they're going to have to go back and change all this copy when they finally make it work on iOS. They're going to call it mobile. Just call it cloud. Call it (laughs) xCloud. Well, the reason they're not doing that is because you can't access it through PC that way. Who cares? Call it xCloud anyway. It's Xbox. Make up up a stupid name for, I don't, mobile X. I don't care. Streaming. (laughs) Just. Joseph Ferris would have words about this, I'm Mm -hmm. telling you. Mm -hmm. He would have things to say. They would mostly involve the F word. Um, All right. So the stuff that I care about is like more Cyber Shadow, which has got very uh, a messenger vibe. That's January 26th. I'm excited about that. It's going to save me money. The medium hits on the 28th. That's what I'm most excited about. I'm pumped to play the medium because it's giving me those creepy Silent Hill-y vibes. And I'm in the mood. I want it. Well, something. And then the Yakuza Remastered Collection, which is three, four, and five on the 28th. Y'all, the Yakuza games are great. Remastered. I can't believe that this actually is happening. Three full games. games. Like to join zero and one mm-hmm. and two. There's it's, a lot of Yakuza. It's a lot of stuff. Played on Xbox. Yep. So that's your, those are your Game Pass updates. There's some things leaving. Um, I know Gris is leaving for PC if you Final haven't Fantasy. played it. Final Fantasy 15. Yeah. Uh, you can you can get Final Fantasy 15 for a song if you really need to buy it and play it. Um, yeah. Gris is special. Mm-hmm. It, it's and it's not I don't know if it's on console Game Pass or not. I cannot remember. But if you have an opportunity don't to play Gris. I so. I don't think so. Gris I is a, a yes. I always called it Gris. No, I think it's pronounced Gris. Okay. It is a story about depression and loss. It's beautiful at its game. core. It's a beautiful game and it has incredible music and the ending made me cry. Not that that's news, but one like, of the most visually impressive games I've played in recent years. Also really enjoy the puzzles and the way that mm-hmm. it's laid out. Yeah, it's very, it's very a, highly recommend. It's not very challenging. No, it's not like, um, call of the sea. It's not going to warp your brain. It's a very kind of, I don't want to call it basic, but more Flowing. long. Yeah. It's, it's more narrative driven. There are puzzles, but yeah. you're not going to break your head trying to get through them. It's giving you this experience of working through something. Yeah. yeah to get yeah. to an end. You know what I mean? Like it's it's meant to give you these like mini roadblocks that are very easy to overcome, but it's it's meant to be a story about depression and loss. And I think mm-hmm. that's what makes it special. All right. We have limited news. <laughs> but we have news. Uh so oh God. All right. So today there were some tweets that went around that it that made it seem as if it looked like Fall Guys was going to come to Game Pass. It did. Uh, the well, yeah, because the Xbox Game Pass Instagram posted an image implying that it was going to come to Game Pass. The image is not there anymore. That intern De- got... Someone got fired because Devolver Digital immediately released a tweet in response that was like, nope. Uh, then they released a second tweet, and I quote, there are no plans for Fall Guys to come to any form of Game Pass. <laughs> do, you th- do you think that... like? There's no intern that actually has the Xbox Instagram account, right? I don't know. They have, well, they have social media people. Right. But you've got to be That's an employee before you just get to like go straight to post, right? I agree. I don't know that I, we make jokes about it being the intern all the time. Right. I think it was just someone who had access to the account. The they probably thought they were being like tongue in cheek because they cheeky. were, yeah, because they replied, you know, yeah, and they didn't realize how that would snowball. And Devolver very, very rarely takes a hard, very um, 
to the point stance like this. They play games all the time. They're fun. Their Twitter is delightful. They very rarely say things like to come to any form of Game Pass. Yeah. Like very business, my lawyer said I have to say type of text here. And I mean, I'm disappointed to see it because I would. I think that game is perfect for Game Pass. I also maybe think it's uh, approaching having had its time in the sun though. Because mm-hmm. I haven't thought about it in a minute. I yeah. don't know about you. No. So... I don't know. It's just, but boy, it felt like. I mean, we it still like, play it. I I really want it to come to another platform because I feel like then I would play it more. Because sure. It, because it does. It's now at this point where it's I gotta go sit where I normally don't sit. I gotta play a console oh. I normally don't play just to play this one game. And you know, it's like uh, it's like getting up to change a movie in a DVD player or something. It's like I'll just play something <laughs> else then. I only play it when my kids ask. That's when we, we kind of sit down. That's become a thing that eh, maybe once every couple of weeks and we'll pass the controller back and forth with every mm-hmm. match. And that's and then in an hour, we're done and we move on. Um, but I haven't thought about it in a while. And I think if they were going to do Game Pass for this thing, I think the time has since eclipsed. Like, I don't know how fervent people would be. People are like, eh, but I could just play Fortnite. I think I'm over it. I think I'm done. And I you do want, I want Fall I want Fall Guys to take it to the Fortnite level. I would like to see them Me do too. more with costumes and licensing and battle passes. I would like to see I would want to give them money. Um, yeah. you know, and do more things like that. That would be great, but I don't know if they're going to get there. I am always thrilled to see battle royales that step outside my vision of it has to be a shooty shooty game all the time. Um, I loved what Nintendo has done with the Mario 35th anniversary stuff and the um, and the Tetris 99 stuff. And I think that Fall Guys nailed it. It's got that like silly, you know, game show vibe. And it's perfect. I just wish they had done a little more. It felt like every extra season they added was just not quite enough. Yeah. So, I mean, I didn't pay for the video game. I have PlayStation Plus. I got it, but. You know, like I, I had high hopes. It, it bummed me out. This bums me out all over again. No plans for it to come to. I love the any form of Game Pass in this line. Damn, B. All right. It's strong. Jeez. Jeez. All right. Last bit of news. Um, Capcom is doing a, a Resident Evil showcase tomorrow. Yeah. The 21st. Yes. Yeah. So I'm if you're listening to this, this, it's at uh, what time? Is it Two? 2 p.m. Pacific. Pacific, so 5 Eastern. Yeah. Right? That's how today. that works. If you're listening to this on the podcast, be the day it releases yeah. today. Yeah. Um, I guess they're going to show gameplay. Yeah. I don't care about any other words except show me how this video game plays. Yeah. And I, I want to see it. Uh, My first impression from the first trailer is a little choppy. I'd like, uh, to sure. see it, I'd like to see it smoothed out, and I expect that it will be. Absolutely. Because um, they're really good at what they do. Um, Giant vampire lady. Uh, she's awesome. Um, it's first person again, I presume, and it is Ethan from Seven again. Yeah, they have made it seem. I, I'm going to say a thing that people aren't. We saw like. Chris think, in that trailer. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Redfield. Yeah, I think that Resident Evil Seven is quietly my favorite Resident Evil game. Okay. It, it it's not a popular opinion. I think that I think it's a very. I mean, I think it's. I think that's a very fine, valid opinion. I think that's a hot take. I like it a great deal. It was special. It hit all the right notes. And I want more Resident Evil in that fashion. You mm. know? Um, didn't love the that. DLC. But... This ain't know. that. Well, This whole it's Victorian first, thing. That's not what I mean. I want more first-person creepy Resident Evil. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. You know well, what I mean? This might be more that. I don't care if you want to put me in what essentially looks like the mansion from Code Veronica. Is this that's like fine. the... So, my... I have no idea. I have not dug into this one. 
mainly because I mean I'm all into Resident Evil, so whatever I'll play whatever they, yeah, they slap play whatever their title on it. Is this going to be like a, a animus thing? Are you? It's like this weird like jump between past and present, like the cell or something. I read it more, and I haven't dug into anybody's fan theories because they haven't shown or talked about this very much at all. I read it more as he gets abducted and brought to a place because hmm. Resident Evil's always had those locations that were weird and out of time for themselves. Oh, that's true. Um, but this is like you know real Code weird. Veronica was like Code Veronica did it with that creepy old man. This is almost like dream state. Like this is real weird. Maybe. Um, and nothing seems I mean, to be the way that it appears. Look, Chris punched a boulder in Resident Evil 5. They can uh, do whatever the hell they want. Like, look. It's a good thing. <laughs> Vampire I, Lady had people hot under the collar. The I, last look, trailer. <laughs> um, also, the castle in Resident Evil 4 pulled this off. Mm, good point. It was the same vibe, right? And yes, that the, the tweets were very thirsty about her. <laughs> and I laughed out. I was like, people... She's so evil. I guess that's an attraction for some people. Powerful woman. Look, I'm here for that. <laughs> here for it. I'm all about it. I'm not sitting here. Look, I'm not going to shame anybody for what they're into. I'm excited to see this. And they, they um, have promised more Resident Evil news. We're coming up on 25 years of Resident Evil here, I think. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's the anniversary. Years. They have this so. uh, weird beta that they're launching. They have some multi multiplayer game. I don't know what that's that, going to be. That came along with the Resident Evil 3 remake. They had a multiplayer, like that asynchronous thing. So I right. wonder if they're expanding that or, or are they like doing another thing? Or are they just going to bring Operation Raccoon City back? Mm-hmm. That was a garbage video game. I wonder if they're going to do like a... I was wondering if they're going to do something like kind of quirky and fun, like a a Tetris 99 thing with Resident Evil or something. Like oh, that. okay. Some sort of like crossover thing. I, and I was I even thinking think. like, I don't think, I mean, I know that the multiplayer game that they're doing is uh, Xbox and PlayStation four. But before I knew that I was even wondering like if they might dip a toe, like mobile, if they might have like yeah. some sort of mobile something. They have done some mobile stuff, right? Capcom has, has Capcom. Konami has. Konami's done everything. Of all of it. <laughs> Konami's all like of their cross. stuff's on mobile. Konami's Picross thing is really good, though. Um, For like $16, all their stuff's on. Like, they, they sell every game, too. Yeah. So. It's weird. Mm. I am excited about this because anytime you tell me you're giving me more Resident Evil, like, I'm excited. I I distinctly remember how delightful the theme for the playstation 4 for the 20th anniversary of resident evil was mm-hmm. and with the safer music i would love something cool like that just give me neat easter eggy stuff give me cool give me more news give me a remastered collection give me all of them in one box oh that'd be nice i don't think they're gonna do that no they don't like to do i that. mean the easy guess i guess is a remaster four that's been well that's been yeah that's been rumored for a bit I'm going to say a thing. And I the remaster care. on PC is not really a remaster as much as it's no. an up-res. It's, it's only the HD. Well, it's the same HD one that has been released on other consoles. Yeah. Like, it's just an up-res. I'm going to say it. I don't like, I don't want more Resident Evil 4. I'm good. I, I'm, I'm good, done. too. I didn't buy it on, I didn't buy it on Switch. It's like, I'm, I'm good. I've got it. I've done it. Done the it best plenty version of, times. of that. The best version of Resident Evil 4 was on the Wii. Yeah, it was do on the not, Wii. Wow. Do not at me if you do not agree yeah, with people. Yeah, it is on the Wii. The Wii mote makes the game infinitely <laughs> more fun to play. So much fun on the Wii. Um, I've played enough Resident Evil 4. I think I have feelings about Resident Evil 4. It was great at the time I played it. It's great on the Wii. Now, I'm good. I think they'd redo Veronica. I really would love uh, a remake style of Code Veronica because it is is a 
is a high-ranking Resident Evil game for me. It's very mm. difficult, and it's very, like... Yeah, I would say it was particular. a trouble game, but maybe a remake could kind of fix some stuff. And the, the real issue with that game is you cannot just play it blind. Yeah. It, it's impossible. It, it's it's And that's frustrating, but once you've played it through once, oh, that game is good. <laughs> and I really, really like it. Um, fans have been frothing for Veronica to have something done with it besides that slightly up version that hit the 360 and PS3. So... I don't know. Let's just leave four, five, and six alone because we're good. <laughs> no, I like six. I know that's a hot take. That's an incredibly spicy take. I never My played spicy- it. I never played it because it was uh, just panned when it got reviews. Yeah. Um, I didn't like five as much. Uh, five is only fun to me co-op. Okay. It is universally awful to play solo. The AI is bad. Co-op, I really like five a great deal. I got six when it came out on Switch and I played it. Quite enjoyed it. Six is really stupid. Yeah. And you know how like games can be so stupid. But it's like hearing action-y yeah. kind of fun. Yeah. It's it's great. You know, it's more it's like. so bad. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I was, I, I kind of liked it. I was like, this isn't, it wasn't half as bad as I think people wanted to want to make it out to be. It's it, not Resident Evil 4 and it's not Resident Evil 2, but it's not garbage. The people try to make it out like it was the worst thing ever. It's, you know, it's just a departure. It's just different. At the time that it came out, coming hot off of four and then five, which people really did like and yeah, played, people like, liked people five. played the hell out of five in that mercenaries mode that was in those games. Mm-hmm. Coming into six at that point in time was very disappointing. I remember it being disappointing because I loved five. I liked playing five. Like mm-hmm. we played tons of mercenaries mode. We played tons of co-op. It was fun. Um, and I remember that disappointment for a lot of people, but it led us to this perfect redemption moment of how good seven was. So sure. it's fine. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I'm going to guess they give us a little bit of four and new gameplay. I want code Veronica, but I don't think I'm going to get what I want. Set face. You're going to watch it. Yeah, absolutely. This is exciting for me. This okay. is like one of those like hallmark franchises for me that I like always look forward to new games. So. I mean, I'll be working, but I mean, I, I probably wouldn't watch it anyway. I probably just, Catch the news, the news bite when it's done. Yeah. See the trailer. Yeah. I'm all in Uh, on the new one. Like Resident Evil Village. Yeah. I'm all in. So. Yeah, me too. I'm going to buy. Is that supposed to be a this year game or a next year game? Is it late this year? question. It's my my big take for for tomorrow's event was whether or not they're going to date it. Because it was originally announced for 2021. But as we know, everything is subject to be delayed. And if they wouldn't be surprised if they were like, this is 2022. What's the official anniversary? Is it September? I don't know. Um, the if they could head, get this thing know. out in the window of the anniversary and close to Halloween, oh, buddy. I mean, it's still, something. you know, 10, 11 months away. So it's not like they don't have time. I don't know how long, how far in the development this is. The question is, are they using RE Engine? They are. If they are, then I think they have a shot at it. They've gotten very good at making games for RE Engine. It has been successfully used in more action-y stuff like Devil May Cry. I really do Monster think that's Hunter. possible. Monster Hunter use it. Devil May Cry use it exceptionally yeah, well. Um, Devil May Cry is gorgeous. It's a great engine. It's so good. It's so like very uh, tight and and like it's you know optimized. So just we're like what see their what materials do. are doing with like hair and uh, yes. cloth and leather and the way everything like kind of folds and flaps in the wind and stuff like mm-hmm. in their models, their animations are very very good. Some of the prettiest yep. games have uh, been on the engine. They stay pretty when they're moving. Yeah. And when Which is important for Devil May Cry. Fast. Yeah. Agree. And if you can do that in Devil May Cry, then you can do that with this game. 
if they were saying, oh, no, we're iterating the engine, I would say you're screwed. There's no way this is coming out this year. Yeah. And, you know, they're probably doing something to it for next gen, probably. Absolutely. Yeah. I wonder, well, they, they use RE Engine for the same, the PC versions as well, obviously, mm-hmm. and it scales well mm-hmm. because I've pushed some serious frame rates. So. Well, it's on a Rise's RE Engine on Switch. That's wild to so me. it scales a lot. It's still wild to me that that game is only coming out on Switch. Blows my mind. All right. We got a ton of questions. I told people God, that we had, we got questions. Well, we went 40 minutes. It's not bad. Maybe we talked about other stuff. I knew we could do it. I knew we could. Uh, why don't you pull a question since I've been talking for a while? Ooh. Um, you get the first choice. I'm not even ready here. Oh, uh, oh no. Skinny Matt. <laughs> okay. Had my annual birthday garbage plate today. It's a Rochester thing. Yeah, upstate New York. So what is your favorite meal to eat that is completely not good for you? Here's a link for info oh. on the garbage plate. Do you got one for this? I do. I'm... I, Part of me wants to say, I think we've already talked about it. Is that possible? That sandwich. Well, that sandwich, that sandwich? is definitely one of them, but that's not actually the one. Um, my mom used to make a thing that she used to call a mess plate. Okay. And uh, I'm almost addicted to this today. And um, it is definitely like my sick meal. It's definitely okay. my feel better meal. Like if I'm depressed or I don't oh, feel good or I'm okay. sick, it's whenever I'm anything negative, that's what I want. All right. So what, what are we getting it's here? It's pot roast. Oh, right. hell yeah. Pot roast, vegetables, oh, potatoes, yeah. carrots, right? Except that the preparation, I think, is a little different. I've never seen this done. But my mom, what she used to do, she put a piece of bread on the plate, put the pot roast on the bread, uh-huh. put another piece of bread on, like make a sandwich with the pot roast, right? Surround the sandwich with mashed potatoes. Oh, hell yeah. And then pour the gravy and the vegetables over top of all of that. So like open face sandwich style. Then you eat it with a, with a fork. <laughs> Yeah, no, that sounds. That, that's why she that's called it. That's why she called it a mess called plate. Because it <laughs> it's a mess. I've sandwiches that way, that I, and I love it. Like leftover sandwiches, I don't make a sandwich. I put all this crap on a piece of toast and eat it with a knife and fork. But man, it's like uh, pot roast with bread and mashed potatoes with and the brown gravy, gravy yeah. and the carrots and you know, like I, I don't do onions, but I do the carrots and the potatoes. Um, that's a great meal when you've like want to feel stick better. To you, man. That's good stuff. I think it's a toss-up for me between a very good plate of biscuits and gravy, which I love. I, I But we're not talking about your take-out-of-the-freezer biscuits. I'm talking about somebody made these biscuits by hand. Someone put time into this sausage Loving gravy. Biscuits. White gravy sausage. The other, the other, the only thing that compares is probably fried chicken and mac and cheese. Mm. Fried chicken and mac and cheese is a go-to, like... I got a stomach bug. I haven't eaten in three days. I'm recovered. My stomach has healed and I need calories. I need to fill it up. And I want like all the calories and none of it's good for you. It's cheese. It's fried goodness. It's I like dark meat chicken. I'm not going to get, I don't want your breasts. Give me the thigh. Give me the drumstick. It's terrible. It's garbage. <laughs> and I love it so, so much salt. There's usually MSG involved. So fried chicken and mac and cheese is probably like if I want to choose one thing that's terrible for me, that's that's like a go-to, dude. It's funny. My my mother-in-law makes the the pot roast plate and stuff for me on special occasions. It's like it's gained a little traction. Like my Melissa knows to make it. Like if I'm not feeling well, she'll make it. Man. Yeah. It's gained a reputation My husband for usually it. just brings soup and crackers until I stop whining. Because I'll, I'll, I'll keep cleaning plates. You just keep them coming. <laughs> Stack them up. Keep like them coming. Kobayashi used to do. All right, let's see. Let's see, let's see, let's see. All right, Blue Man Rule. What games are you looking forward to in 2021? We've kind of discussed this. I um, 
Tales of Arise was one of the games that he mentioned, but it looks like it might be a 2022 release now. And then he's got Mass Effect Legendary Edition and God of War Ragnarok uh, as his the two he can think of. Um, personally, I'm really excited about Monster Hunter. Like really excited about Monster Hunter. I realize it's not a Xbox game. Don't care. Pumped about Monster Hunter. Also excited about Mass Effect Legendary Edition. And if God of War makes it out this year, then hell yeah. Not a chance. You know, I don't think so though. No. I don't, I just, I don't think that's possible. 2022. Yeah. If we're very lucky. Uh, Resident Evil is another one that I'm very excited about and I'm really hopeful that it hits this year or early next year. I agree with you. I am also very excited about Resident Evil Village. Um, does, does Forza Horizon count, even though we don't know it's coming? Boy, like, kind of at if this point. If they pull uh, it out and they show it and it's awesome, I'm going to be really excited to play a Horizon game yeah, on me next-gen too. I, consoles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, if that's a real thing that could happen. Like, if it's, yeah. if it's really cool, you know? Like, if yeah. it's like, I'll tell you what I don't want. If it's like some Iceland stuff. Where it's if all frozen or whatnot, it's like the tundra or Antarctica or Alaska or something. I'm gonna be like, f this. I was not. I was not <laughs> playing when I tell, told you I want to drift through the streets of Tokyo in this video. Yeah, but if it's like that, or it's like, um, like you know, like I, I when I think of Horizon, I want like festival, like bright lights. You know, like That's Tokyo, man. <laughs> uh, no, I'm I'm down for Tokyo. I was even thinking like maybe like Hawaii. I was. I think there's say- some U.S. locations they could do. Yeah. Um, um, I would love Hawaii actually to bring me back to that test drive unlimited vibe that I've talked about in the past. I love the idea of driving around that island and seeing Brazil. the same streets. Yo, put me during Carnival in Brazil. That would, yeah, I'll do that in a heartbeat. Bless up. But if it's like Canada <laughs> or Russia no or something, well, but you could race a mounted police officer. Yeah, Sean can uh, make a cameo on the Xbox <laughs> side right now because we don't know a whole lot. We know nothing. Most of my stuff is is indie stuff, so 12 minutes. Okay. That game has an incredible voice actor list. Yep. Um, The Artful Escape, Mm -hmm. the most Donnie-ass video game I've ever seen. (laughs) Uh, Tunic. Tunic looks really good. Tunic is coming to more than just Xbox, though, yes? Mm -mm. Is that only on Xbox? But I think that was also on Switch. Nope. It should be, Mm -hmm. but it's not. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I think Tunic. Tunic has a chance to be, like, my most anticipated game actually really that's how excited i am for tunic like tunic's up there was like mario golf and sports story <laughs> that's how excited i am for those damn what's that war uh not that world war z game uh well yeah the world war z left for dead game back for blood uh yes buying that game yes definitely gonna play cool. that game that looks like a great time man um, um hitman 3 is actually one of the ones i was really anticipating so i got one of my early and the medium is one that i'm very curious about the medium so- uh, Far Cry 6, if it's out this year, is definitely at the top of this list. I don't want to get my hopes up too far. Is it? Like, it's yeah. dated for May. I, I want to believe. But it was supposed <laughs> to be out, like, now. And I was like, Everything no. Everything keeps getting And then they push it up. at May, and I was like, no. I do May think, is- though, it could be fall. Yeah. It depends on what else it is It could be in, in fall, the, yeah. f- the Assassin's Creed window. Yeah, absolutely. Ah, uh, yes, the Assassin's Creed window. Uh, yes. I want to play the Lego Star Wars Skywalker saga. I forgot that was even a thing. Yeah. I think most people I do. might pick that up. It's every Lego Star Wars game remastered. Except the, well, all the Lego, yes. All of them? All all of the Lego games. Every single one. Remastered in okay, one collection. 60 bucks? Yeah. 60 bucks? All right. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yes, sold. It's all like right. the last Lego game I think I'll ever need. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't, I, I think I'm tired of Lego games, but I'll do this one more time for that 
package. You know, like Halo should be up there, um, but it's I'm really not, not for me. It's not for me. I'm not ready to no. If nope. Wolfenstein Three was out, that'd be that'd damn yes. near at the top of my list. I for me going into the year, if you had asked me this a month and a half ago, I would have said it's Hitman, potentially Resident Evil, and it's this Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Those are the three things that I'm like I would I will give you a lot of my time to play. And if we're taking Switch games into account, I mean, to be honest with you, Switch might knock all of my other ones down, except for maybe Far Cry. I really love Far Cry 5. Like, I, uh, it's uh, hard four, to explain was- how much I love 5. So I'm really excited for 6, which scares me. Yeah. Because I'm going to be like Cyberpunk and Red Dead and Ex- get let down expectations. again. Expectations are a real, uh, they'll get you. But over um, on the Switch side, um, I think there's a Mario Golf game coming, and that's going to be like top of the list. And then I, No More uh, Heroes 3 and Sports yes. Story and Persona Strikers. Strikers I'm excited about. Yeah. Um, uh, Zelda. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't, stop that. No, what are you doing? I think Zelda could be out year. at the end of the year. I think it's next year, but I think it could be I at think the end it's of the year. year. I think it's next year. All right, let's be realistic. Yeah, that's, yeah, that was you my know? whole pitch on, on Switch. I was like, look, everybody's saying it's this year, and what has Zelda taught us? That never. we're never right. <laughs> no, that we, that they we will play by are the never correct. <laughs> I never get that right either. Now I just say it's never coming out. Every Zelda game gets delayed, all of them. So never, just push they it off. Give, they don't ever give a date till they're real close, right? Well, you remember they showed Breath of the Wild for like seven years. But they never told you. When no, it was but they just out. kept right. saying, you know, next year, but to be determined. But you'll see more next yeah. year. You'll see more they, next they year. They dangle the carrot for of course. years. It's infuriating. Oh, you know, I was That's- thinking about this. I, I jumped into the PSXP last week and I kind of crashed their party at the end. And they were talking about games. And I was telling them that God of War wasn't going to be on next year. Or this There's year. No and I didn't think Ground and Gran Turismo either. Because I mean at this point, like they don't even know when Ratchet's coming out. I, I think it would be Ratchet and Horizon this year. You would hope. That's what but I hope. That was the other thing we were even talking about. I was like, I'm not are you sh- I don't think no. you can say for certain that Horizon no. will be out this calendar year. I think I hope Horizon to could see be that. early next year. I hope to see it in November. Yeah. Because I don't think they have God of War till next November. And that's how I feel like with Zelda. It's like I hope to see it. But if it was like February or March, like I'm, I think that's plausible. Here is what I hope for Zelda: that Nintendo dates it this summer. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a what good I hope. hope. I that's hope that hope. they go to June and give us a date. Yeah. I don't care what the date is, but I hope that they are because when they give a date, they're usually pretty confident. Yeah, they really, they rarely. They don't play games, so if they, I want them to walk into whatever E3 becomes, sure, uh huh, and be like, "Here's the date." Yeah, if they do that. Then we're good. But the thing I was and thinking about with the PlayStation folks is you remember when everybody was talking about like trying to get a pre-order and which one you're going to get? So this mm-hmm. giant argument was like, PlayStation has all the exclusives. We've got but, but God of War. We've got Turismo. We've got Ratchet and Clank. And it's like, by the time the those games come out, so we'll have Horizon and Halo and the Medium and the Ascent. And <laughs> and none of it really matters because we're drowning in third-party releases we sure. can't even keep very up. much. Like, it's well, all it was, nonsense. I just think it was funny because at the time, I kept saying that those games yeah. are going to get delayed. Well, I was like, these games you guys keep harping on are going to get delayed. I don't even think they're really delayed so much as they just... They, the, the plan was not launch window. You know what I mean? And it was never launch window. And in your head... The plan wasn't say, COVID. I mean, I think well, if we didn't have COVID, Ratchet would be out. But we had COVID and Ratchet's I not. I think you're right. I yeah. think Ratchet is probably the first yeah. half of this year. And if they don't have stock to sell, then it's not coming out anytime soon. <laughs> Just hold it. 
Nintendo's That's taught true. us that. What's the point in putting it out? The you can't only, sell uh, hardware. <laughs> the only people who have learned that are Nintendo, because Nintendo's the only one who's ever really had this problem. And this is their second go with it, because they had this problem with the Wii as well. This is their, it's like they learned a little, like a, mm-hmm. a little tiny spin. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. This year is going to be weird. Everybody needs to hold on to their butts. The Ascent looks awesome. Yeah, hey, man, pretty. I got Calvin in the chat. And he says, Dying Light 2 in all caps. Calvin, that's not coming out this year. <laughs> it's probably going to be a thing, but it's not, I don't, not this year. I think Dying Light right? 2 is 2022. Yes, I agree. Yeah, it's two years Early later. 2022. If no, I, I think it's late 2023. Oh, you want to be fighting? Maybe summer. Actually. Yeah, I think it's going to be a little later. Why would you release a zombie game in the summer? <laughs> Who does that? That's gross. Don't do that. It's going to be late. If you're going to release a zombie game, it's Dead of Winter. Mm. Or right around Halloween. These are your choices. Garrett says, "Die like two is his ride or die pick in his fantasy league." Get ready to die. <laughs> not not a great pick, guys. I lost a lot of faith. They just they indefinitely delayed that thing. They've Don't been they hard at work. And they've had Don't all they kinds of tech land. They've had all kinds of issues. The writers have left. Multiple writers have left. They had that dude. They got all those accusations and everything. Like they are and uh, they're it's taking it on the chin the last eighteen months. So I've got to imagine good. that's been a little behind the they said they have news to share this year that's what they said they did they they tweeted that with an image they're like 2021 is gonna be exciting it's like okay we'll see i uh anything that anybody says right now in a tweet i don't believe (laughs) i don't sure yeah sure because i don't believe anything even when they give me a date i'm like "Mm -mm." if there's only some certain people i believe a date from uh, about like nintendo's first party games when they finally date them yeah and yes, they usually stick or within a window. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are very few people who give me a date and I'm like, oh, okay, I believe you. And in fairness, <laughs> this COVID situation is making it weird. It's not that they don't want to hit these dates. It's that they're not built. Think about how many games got delayed before COVID. We've been doing right, this for not years. Just, not just quadruple. 2017 got delayed in 2018 and 2018 got delayed in 19. Every year we're like... This year is going to be the biggest year in games because all the games we've been waiting on for last year are going to be this year, plus all these new games. But it's but not. Just, Half of it all gets up. delayed into the next year. And that's the way that this works. It's and then like COVID have, made it worse. But we always say this, like, we don't have so much crap to play of course. that we're not drowning in it. It's like we, we like gamers martyr themselves on this. Like, oh, no, our video games are delayed. It's the worst year. I'm like, dude, there's so many games yeah, to play. Play something else. <laughs> all right. Your turn to pick, sir. Question me. Coach Mo asks, what studio is oh, yeah. Microsoft waiting to pounce on? I keep feeling like there is something in the water and I can't just, I just can't put my fingers on it. That's a shark. You shouldn't touch it. This no. is a timely question as Brad Sams on uh, Thurot and on his YouTube channel has been making some noise. He says that Tell me. Microsoft has at least three bids on folks that he knows of and that they're bidding against Amazon and Google. Going against stuff that could be put on a streaming platform. Just for for uh, publishers or developer studios. Interesting. And I, I'd asked the, I think I asked on Game Tech. Uh, it seems to be like a trend. I mean, I know it's sexy. Studio acquisition and mergers, that's sexy talk. You know, it's like fantasy football. It's like free agency and yeah, stuff. Yeah, no, it is. Free agent talk. But yep. there does seem to be a, a push within the industry towards more consolidation there's a lot of risk that a publisher takes on or an independent studio, yes. a lot of financial risk to make a game. Now there's a lot of reward, but it almost makes more sense for a big conglomerate. You know, this is not, uh, this is not 
different than like movies per se, where okay. Disney can bankroll a bunch of stuff because they're Disney and they've got all the money. And for you to go out there and do it yourself and pay, you know, Dwayne Johnson to star in your movie is going to cost you an arm and a leg and you may go under. But if you get Disney to bankroll it, yeah, that's the same thing here. It's like, you know, yes. for Bungie to do all these commitments and stuff, they're taking out a mighty, they're hoping like they, they can't miss. They're a Correct. miss away from bankruptcy. <laughs> and I think uh, the COVID situation has exacerbated the problem. Yeah. And I think the reason that you're sure. starting to see this consolidation look so much more aggressive in the last 12 months is because a lot of people are going, oh, crap, we can't sustain this inside of this new remote model. Ooh, actually, no, I think that's I actually think that's incorrect. I think um, the reason that I think we're seeing a sudden urge for this is COVID has taught a lot of investors and um, venture capitalists that video games are a good bet. It's almost well, recession that proof. That's you have the service industry and products and goods and everything that sits on shelves and everything selling like crap right now. And right. video games took off like, like a rocket. Is, the problem is that these investors are going to sit down and run the numbers and go, what happens though? When things open back up in life re and people want to go mm -hmm. back to concerts, do we see that dip? It'll dip back down, but it's still a safe bet. It's a Twenty not, billion dollar, you know, industry. It's yeah. I mean, look, video games have been a safe bet for years. The mm -hmm. thing is, that if you can afford to make them, correct. Normal investors have waved it off because they're for kids. When really, they make more money than movies. Mm -hmm. We've had this discussion, um, but I do think that the reason I don't think of it from a investment standpoint, I think of it from a technology and workability standpoint. When I say COVID, little studios trying to make remote work work. They're drowning in it. It's mm -hmm. so hard to get the software resources. Especially like, I think the middle folks, like I think the yes. real indie indie people, that's yeah, their business. That's their life. They're already doing that right. But if you're a middle management, yes, you know, like Sabre or something like that, and you've got a hundred yes. people in four different studios across the thing, and you've got overhead and rental space and stuff like that, like it's hard. And you're getting squeezed. And the people are now are working from home and you're trying to make tools work that aren't designed from mm -hmm. that. And bigger companies have more money to throw at the problem. Mm -hmm. Microsoft has a cloud infrastructure mm -hmm. to throw at the problem that they can lend you. So I think COVID like fast forwarded a little bit of that. Yeah. Not a ton, not all of it, but enough that some studios are maybe saying, mm, now this offers a lot more interest. And it doesn't hurt that Codemasters just sold for a billion dollars. Bethesda just sold for seven billion dollars. So now is a good time to sell. So there's a left? reason why Nintendo bought Next Level, right? So, you but know. who does Microsoft want? What do they need? At this oh point? man, I, we've done this question a bunch. I could I could rattle off ten of them. Um, uh, okay, let's get the big one out of the way. And it's not just Microsoft. I mean, Google and Amazon kind of scares me because Lord yeah, knows what well, what could Google buy for the right amount of money. But let's start with the one that we know was on sale, Warner Bros. Yeah, I've thought about this one a lot. I think this one is probably if. I think to Coach's question, this was the first one that jumped out at me because they, it's just it fits neatly with with Microsoft. I think so. Hmm. I think it's good. They were looking for and four I, billion dollars. They want half of Bethesda. But that's that's Mortal Kombat, correct? Yeah, they, you'd own that IP outright. The Batman stuff, or at you, least some sort of you get they the, don't own the IP, you get Rocksteady, but that's the thing. Nobody knows. If that working. comes with the damn, if that comes with the IPs or not, and that's the value to Warner Bros. Let's say it doesn't. Let's say it doesn't come with Batman. Rocksteady can produce a really good third-person action game. Yeah, no, and I, that was my argument when this was a rumor. I'd take yes. Rocksteady without the IP. I agree. I, I give them. They'll make their own IP. I'm fine. Just would, give me Rocksteady. 
I would dump Rocksteady in and say, you know what, let's make a new one. I don't care. Yep. Just um, Cape Crusader X Y Z, and we're off to the races. I, I think the idea of Mortal Kombat and even even like the DC versus Mortal Kombat stuff that they've done, those are quality ass fighting games. You can dump them into a different IP and they will yep. make a quality fighting game as well. I think that that would fit Microsoft's vibe for what kind of games they put out and would give them. Mortal Kombat gives them an instant, like, mature-rated Game Pass title. It's, it's so hard without knowing if the IPs come. Because, like, none of the Lego stuff... Sure. And that was a big part of it, is they were trying to sell all of it at once. And if yes. you don't have the IPs, then you don't want TT. Agree. Right? If you don't have Lord of the Rings and you don't want Monolith, like, what are they going to do without it? Now, you'll take Rocksteady without them. I would take Rocksteady but without. would you I would take, take anybody Monolith else? Without. Monolith I would take without. Without the IP. I agree. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. That's a heavy. I, I mean, think you can. I would happily take Nether Realm and Rocksteady without the IP. Everybody else, I need. I need an agreement on. I Monolith, I think, could do a game without that IP. A good one. Absolutely, the they can. Below carry that game. But that's a heavy. That's a risk. I'm not giving you four billion dollars to take on that much risk. I don't. Think I will for Rocksteady. <laughs> But not for the Rocksteady other guys. And NetherRealm are worth the price of admission. So the, and my stuff. argument the whole time was, I don't think you're buying Warner Bros. without an agreement for the IP. And I don't think they're selling without an agreement to the IP. I don't I think agree. that makes any sense. Because what are they going to do? Give the IP to somebody else who has no history doing it? That doesn't no. make any damn sense. Also, they're not asking for that price tag without some of the IP. Yeah, you're, you're going to get the IP. Why? You're going to get exclusive rights on the IP for 10 years or something. I think if they did that and that was the price tag, that's a that's not a bad choice. Like I like I said, those games fit that model, fit with Microsoft nicely. Mm. You're not trying to shut them into a Switch scenario. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um <clears throat> if Microsoft was gonna buy Warner Brothers, I think we'd have already known about it. Also We didn't know anything. Let, we, we know their know. bid. But we also know the bids didn't come close because they didn't sell. But we, we know that yes, they bid. That's true. That's true. But we also didn't know anything about Bethesda until it dumped in our lap. Well, and that's probably my reason as to why they probably didn't give them the bid they wanted because they knew they were buying Bethesda. I think that that was the Zenimax deal was already starting. That to was be number they one. Didn't have it. So yeah. my take is if Warner Brothers is actually available for sale and the IP can come with it, that sounds like an Amazon acquisition to me. That would really bum me out. It would bum a lot of people <laughs> out. But here's the reason why. I think Amazon would still publish those games on other consoles. They'd put them on Luna. They'd probably put them on Luna for free or something to get you into it. Monthly. I don't take it past them to press discs and put them out. Amazon's about done, making money. But they've never done that before. But they've never done any of this before. Correct. But what? At least for your, a little while, I could see them being like, look, we don't want to stop you from loving Batman games. Keep buying them. I don't think they want to spin up a printing publishing business. I think they want to dump stuff into the cloud infrastructure they have. I think they have I'm no I'm sure they do. I'm not saying that there might be some time stuff and like there'll be incentive for you to try Luna. I'm just saying I don't think they're – a lot of people are scared Google's going to buy something. And they should be because Google's got all the money in the world to buy whoever they want. Yeah, but Google kills everything. But if buy, Google buys scary. somebody, they're going to take it and it's going to be exclusive to their storefront. Oh, 100%. I'm not 100% sure that I'm saying Amazon will be the same way. I don't think it could Amazon be. will make it – Exclusive, but I don't think they'll print discs. Hmm. I really don't. I think they could cut a deal with Game Pass with Microsoft. Yeah, I, I, that's that what happen. I'm saying. They that, could still support yeah. other. I don't think they're just going to be yes. like, if you want to play Batman, you've got to play it on Amazon. That's not really their more mode. I don't know that they really want to spend this much money. I also, yeah, I think they're just kind on of a, 
I don't think they're all in. Yeah, they're dipping I a really toe right don't. now. They're yeah. dipping, and I don't think they're all in. So now, I Microsoft, I mean, we, we talked about this when this was a big rumor. Microsoft to acquire Batman and make Batman exclusive, that's a big move. That's a huge mm-hmm. move. Well, they've made one of them. They're not afraid to make that move. I mean, Rocksteady would then become, if they acquired Batman and Batman was exclusive, like the video game rights to Batman, like, and it was their counter to Spider-Man, Batman and Rocksteady instantly jumps to like the front of the line for Xbox, like marketing. Yeah. You, know, sure. you put Batman I mean, on the box. <laughs> Halo is such a trash fire. Right I mean, now, then that's yes. huge. That would that be a huge, big... huge acquisition. It would be massive. I actually think it, and I stand by, I don't know that they'll do it. I stand by that. I think it's a smart move. Especially getting NetherRealm along with the deal. It makes sense for them, one, because they're Western publishers. Two, I think it makes sense to not let the others get it. It's almost like a counteractive move. Yes. You buy Warner Brothers so Amazon and Google don't. Or Sony doesn't decide. Because you can't put that buy. horse back in the barn. Uh, yeah, well, and I don't think Amazon or Google is serious about this. I don't think they're serious enough to spend that kind of money on these services. Well, Brad, I really just don't Brad says that they are. And he said that Sony is interested, but not to the financial levels that the other three are. And that's the issue with this. I mean, this is all feels very post-apocalyptic to even talk right. about because we're yeah. so far away from the cloud future. But the yeah, problem I, with living are. in that cloud future world and this consolidated video game thing is that Sony currently constructed cannot spend with amazon google and microsoft no they cannot they're not in the same wheelhouse no so i expect sony i actually feel like that might make sony more aggressive to make some merger deals but at a smaller level but they're probably going to snap up two or three people because if they don't they won't like they'll just miss the boat i think if they had shown more interest if they were showing interest in wb then Microsoft would snap them up. Yeah, I agree. To avoid the scenario in which they have. I mean, he the said that they have zero. three bids, and you know, who knows? Maybe he's wrong. I don't he think so. Wrong. Brad Sams has a really good track record when it comes to yeah. Microsoft. He's leaked everything. He leaked the Xbox for one. Yeah. He also has leaked like thousands of Surface models and Windows things. And like he this could not. This it, could not be about Warner Brothers. This, this could is be not about like a. Else you know, a non-reputable source. He's a very reputable source. If he says they're bidding on people, then they are. Now, whether it's, oh, yeah. whether it's Warner Bros, I've got, a, I don't know about that. I've got a bunch of other people. Yeah, Let's talk about some other people. Yeah, all right. Give me a couple more likely ones. Okay. Here's a likely one. A Sobo. Sure. They made flights in. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, like my brain doesn't wrap around why that isn't already true. Right. Exactly. Okay. So well, speaking that's... of that, nice way to segue moon studios. Yes. I don't understand why. I think they probably have already offered and they're probably denied. Um, That changes now with things having gotten a little bit tighter and that could be interesting. This is the kind of stuff that I think they will do. I think those are likely. I think Bloober, the medium, Blair Witch, they could bring them in as a a horror studio. I'm once again surprised that that isn't already a thing. And that mm-hmm. speaks to like, if they just find the right agreement and the right amount of money, then it's probably, it could be a done deal. How about the ones I got away? Talk about Remedy. I still cannot believe that, that they didn't. They're in a publishing deal that they don't like. I think, yeah. I think you, I mean, we can feel confident saying that. They I don't like so. what 505 is doing with control, right? I cannot imagine a world in which you're thrilled that 505 is dragged. I think the silence and fans outcry is at least evidence enough to, for us to ske- speculate that they're probably not super happy. It makes me sad that they didn't do that deal 10 years ago. So years ago, you could bring Remedy home. That 
would that would fit and it belongs. You could bring Bungie home. I don't know that Bungie would want to do that. I think Bungie is ripe for acquisition. And I say that from several insider sources over the summer that said that they listen to bids, not just I, from Microsoft, from multiple people. I wonder if they would be willing to go back to Microsoft. It would cost a lot of money. One of the one and of the people that bid on them was Microsoft. It was an, uh, yes, it was an ugly separation. Now, here's the thing. It wouldn't be CD Projekt Red Bunny. I don't think it would cost as much as we think it is. I think you could get Techland for less than Warner Brothers. I mean, not Techland, uh, Bungie. Bungie? I don't yeah, think I, you, think I don't so. think you could. I don't think it'd be more than four billion dollars. All they have is one thing right now: a good thing. A well, it's big a good thing. thing. They have a lot of investment capital and stuff. Like Tencent's giving them money. Like a lot of people, yeah. have, you know, like they've got some stuff in the works. But I could see, I could see Microsoft making them a deal they can't refuse for sure. And I, I'm curious. To I see think if that happens. The podcasters I listen to and the folks that really follow this stuff, um, they paint a picture that. Bungie's a little, um, I don't know the right way of putting it. I want to say cash poor. And uh, I just want to say like not as liquid. Apparently they're having issues oh. like getting support studios and help and stuff that they've had in the past when they've taken on big projects with big marketing deals with PlayStation and deals with Xbox. It's they like, had Activision money back then. Yeah. And now they, they don't. don't. Have right. They, they, they feel that. But the thing is, they've now done this twice. Mm -hmm. They've now ripped themselves out of a major publisher two times and taken their back end money away. But you see what Microsoft's doing now with we're going to we're going to bring you in. We're going to fund you, yeah. but you're going to run your show. I we're going to treat wonder, you like an independent developer. I, I genuinely wonder if that's enough. And then how many people at Bungie are still there from the times they've pulled the plug on, big Very deals, fair point. which I think there's tons of turnover. And, and then right. what does and that do with Halo? Anything? Dude, Nothing? I've Something? discussed this with you. I've discussed this with you. I think the Halo is seeing its time in the sun slowly set. And I think that Destiny could take its place in that space. Okay. So I we talked about the ones that are plausible, semi-plausible. Now let's get let's get fun. So okay. I got the rumor that happened over the summer. Sega. Okay. I've been thinking about this one a lot. I I honestly think Sony is more ripe to take Sega. Microsoft but. and Sega work together a lot. Very handy. They, so they have recently as Not well. Not just recently, a long time. Sure. What, what would it cost, though? Oh, a care. lot of money. They're already making deals with Sega for Game Pass. Mm -hmm. There's no reason to acquire Sega. Nope, I disagree. I don't think there's, there's a whole big old atlas full of reasons to acquire Sega. I do. <laughs> There's a giant atlas full of reasons to acquire there Sega. There has not been an atlas video. Sonic reasons to acquire Sega. There's a lot of reasons Sonic, to acquire Sega. No one Sega. cares about Sonic. It's anymore. not about caring for Sonic. It's about bringing a a legacy, a historical amount of content and future prospects to Game Pass. And it's about bringing in a Japanese studio and publisher and development teams. Well, they have Ninja Theory, don't they? Well, I mean, they've got uh, they've got um, Shinji Mikami I mean, Studios. Yeah, look, but I, these aren't Persona. They're not Yakuza. You know, they're not uh, Valkyria they, Chronicles. Like this helps Xbox push Game Pass, push Xbox in a whole new markets of the world. But that's why you acquire able, Sega. They seem to be able to make those deals without putting out. Sure, but we don't know how much it's costing, and they're getting those deals like Yakuza. They're getting those deals years later. They're not well, getting them at launch. They got the launch version in advance of seven. And we don't know how much it cost. They, we don't know how much it cost. But if they're willing to make those deals 
and there's no rumor mill about them. But I just I don't see I actually just don't see Sega wanting to sell. If you're if I'm really serious, I don't think they're. I think it's hard to imagine Sega selling. They're doing fine. They don't need Microsoft's money or Microsoft's promotion. Yeah, but if but if they're the price is right, you know, it would have to be very right. When if you're the price Sega, is right, if if Microsoft's like. You know, we'll you give you billions of dollars. It would have to be a lot of money. Because would they sell for more or less than Bethesda? It would be more. You think it'd be more? I think Sega is worth more money. Just their games like, holdings. I don't know, because I don't know that they would be willing to divorce that from some of their, like, Sega Arcade stuff. And so I don't know how their business is set up. That's sure. the problem. Like, is Good that point. one thing or is it many? And I don't know mm-hmm. that they'd be willing to spin off. I'm not as, as familiar with how they have their stuff set up. I actually think Sega is one of the ones that they're just like, nah, I'm good. Staying over there, Platinum. <laughs> Platinum, I actually think, is more. They're so happy that they finally have their independence. They kept talking about it over and over and over again with Wonderful 101. And they're making the video games they They want to make. They want to make. They're making near. They're making the stuff they want to put out. I don't know that they care enough. It, Are like, they making money, happen. though? Nobody. <laughs> I don't know. But I think that for what they make, they benefit from being on PlayStation. It's a market share thing. They make games that Japanese gamers want to play, and in those. Well, that's why, if you're Xbox, that's why you want to buy them because you want to make you want those games to be on your platform. The games that gamers want to play. But that's the counterpoint: is Platinum may not want to sell. Sure. Because oh, you're taking away our market share and our exposure by doing that, Mm -hmm. and we're not willing to wait on the spin-up to get boxes into homes. You know, in that market, that market's impossible for Microsoft. It's still impossible. Yeah, that's why you buy somebody like that. That's why. You'd have to buy some. You'd have to. That's why you buy Sega. Be, that's why you buy It'd Platinum. have to be more than one. It'd have to be all of them. Well, if you bought Sega, I think that does it. Not joking. If you, that's all it really would take. Just Sega. To get Xboxes into Sega Japanese gets home. you in the home in Japan. Yeah, Sega gets you there. They don't have the same kind of space. Streaming, and like Game Pass. Desire. That's an interesting concept. Phones. I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. Um, Techland. Yeah, that one I could see. I don't, to be honest with you, I wouldn't buy them. I wouldn't buy them, but I could see uh, them being able to purchase them for sure. Yeah. I wouldn't want to. I think they're more drama than they're worth. Yeah. How are you going to manage a studio me. in Poland? Isn't that where they are? I they're I want to say you're right. Yeah. I, I want to say yes. There's like nothing out there for Xbox. More to the point, like, I just don't, it's not worth it for one franchise that's major. They have other franchises. They're a very good studio. This is one of those rock steady things where they're a good studio. They have a track record of making good video games. When's the last game they published? They put out. Let me go look it up. Because if it's been more than two years, I think that that's. I mean, Dying Light's been longer than that. Yeah, like sure. the, the thing is, how many of the people who are responsible for those things that have been good things are still there? Well, how I mean, much? That's managed? that's every studio, right? But they, they well, did uh, they did Call of Juarez, they did Dead Island, they did Dying Light, they did Gunslinger. Yeah, no. Um. So they've got some games. They've done some stuff. They have games. I just I don't know that they would be worth whatever price tag that Microsoft would have to give them. I don't think That's they care fair. enough. That's fair. This is not enough. All right. Um, the ones that I want. All right. Don't nod. Yes, that was on my list of ones that I immediately thought I would I want, and I think is reasonable and feasible. It's a system seller for me. It's a big deal for me. I love. Their I'll games. buy any studio as exclusive don't nod games. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I. I, I think I think it makes a lot of sense. I think hmm? I think Don't Not yeah. makes I think their approach to games, their episodic nature that they make their games. I think their narrative story focus fits a mm-hmm. void that Xbox normally doesn't have. I think the, focusing on one platform 
as supporting PC would go a long way for Dontnod, and that fits with what Microsoft wants to do. The the idea of episodic games incrementally releasing on Game Pass makes sense. Is a perfect fit. Yeah, they should that one they should make happen because Mm -hmm. that one I think and like a game like Vampire is a very good example of a game that would have been better if it had been more platform constrained. You could give Dontnod IP and they could work games around IP. Like I would totally play a Dontnod Perfect Dark game. I would just give me, I would t- play almost any narrative spinoff that they wanted to do too, mm-hmm. in much the same way that the, you know, sort of walking dead stuff worked for yep. me. You know what I mean? Telltale did that very well. And I think don't not is the new telltale who can do this very well. Sure. So uh, that's one I want. Playful I games. Sure. Yeah. That fits too. Those are small. See, these are smaller and they make more sense. I need uh, somebody that can make, you know, a banjo game or a conquer game. Or their own do game. You? Yeah, you're not I do. ready to let that go. No, you those characters. Those characters. So think about what happened with like Battletoads and all these games that are being reborn and, and born anew. And Microsoft is sitting on a treasure trove to do that with. Yeah. Just do it. Plus, with Game Pass, for I sure. I wonder if I wonder what the constriction is, or what are they afraid of, or what do they not? Why do they not want to? I'm curious if anybody ever was to ever unpack that. I think why. the juice isn't. I think for the studios they have. The juice isn't mm-hmm. worth the squeeze. That's probably true. But for Playful Studios, the juice yeah. is worth the squeeze. Sure. You know, like where is Xbox's counter to Astrobot or Little Big Planet? Like you do They're need family hard. games. It's you do Ori. need like, to target hard. kids. Yeah, no, I agree. You I know, don't like, disagree with this at all. So I, this I would, is a gap. I would love to see them pick up Playful Studios and give sure. them their IP. Or let them, they don't have to have their own IP. But I, I mean, you play Super Lucky's Tale and you're like, for the love of God, give them banjo and let them make. I don't disagree with you, but I also <laughs> you think know, it's just, okay like, give for them... them to just do something different too. Sure. Like I, I would love to see them pick up any studio that can fill the um, E for everyone, fun for kids gap. Because yeah. I think while Ori is an exceptional platformer and it's very approachable, it's hard. It's way and too for hard for kids, kids. It's too hard. And so it's I, clear that Rare has no interest in doing this, and it's not the same Rare. No, I agree. So let's get one of these studios that do like doing it yep. and give them the stuff. Now, here's the thing. You don't have to buy them to do that. You can no, just license just them the IP. Correct. There are um, solutions to this problem that don't uh, always involve acquisition. Right. But but bringing them in-house, giving them resources, and letting them just churn it out. Like, this is what you do now. Every three years, sure. I need a cute, colorful cartoon game for the kids. I just want them to be good. I yeah. want you to give me a game that my kids and New I want. New Super Lucky's Tale is fantastic. I, I really like that game. And I think like Astrobot's a great example. Sony is good. Ukulele. The new Ukulele one. Is the Impossible second. Layer is. The second one. Yes. The fantastic. first one. It's great. Yeah. I, make that a banjo I game. Want, I want more. I make that a banjo game, game and then make it a conquer game and then make a ukulele game and then make the banjo game again. <laughs> I, I don't even need it. I don't even need you to bring back characters from my youth. You can create new characters yeah. for my kids use. That's fine. I'm willing to let go of the characters that I. It's Okay. Nintendo has me for that. I think we're I missing. I think they're missing out on an opportunity by at least not trying to bring those agree. characters back. I, I guess I agree with you. Because these don't retro really things that are coming back, they're all the rage right now. I, they're, not, they're not good most of the time. Yeah, I didn't like Battle That Battle Tales game was not good. I didn't like it. No. A lot of people did, though. A lot of people did. It reviewed pretty well. Did it? But, you know, like Scott Pilgrim. And I'm, you know, digging. Sure. Digging on Castle Crashers. Like, I still right. love these games. Yes, I do too, but I wonder how many people. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And uh, how interesting they are to kids. Got one more for me before we move on? Play Dead. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. 
My only thing with them is they take a really long time to make their game. My dude, we're sitting on a year-long delay for Halo. Fine. (laughs) Yeah, but like their games aren't Halo either. Their games are what we consider to be pretty, pretty basic, rudimentary, like tech-wise games. Sure, but they're polished. They are very polished. You know what I mean? Like, very you're not polished. Getting a game, you're not getting a game where it's like uh, the car got yeeted into a wall and stayed there for four days. You know what I mean? Like it's it's. I'd rather wait point. and have it launch and be good. What do you think That's about it? I'm so at. I'm looking at, I just picked them up on, on Wikipedia. In 2010, they released Limbo. And in 2016, they released Inside. They take their time. <laughs> They've released two games in 11 years. <laughs> That's and a I've long loved, time. I've loved both games. And yeah, so did I. Once. Yep. Um. I wonder what they're doing now. They're doing, they, they tease. This has been the one that I've, uh, every time we get a question for predictions of what's happened next year or whatever, this is the one I always go to is I keep predicting that their next game will show up at the next E3 because a couple years ago they, they showcased, um, they, they released some concept art for the next game and it's been a couple years. So I know they're working on something, but I also know that their partner left. Was like yeah. the two dudes, like one guy just left. Yeah. So maybe it's a little, I got put on hold for a period of time or whatnot, but I expect mm-hmm. it'll show up soon eventually yeah next year Whenever they're ready, next year this whatever. year next year should be okay. here all right the other one i was gonna say was crytek uh trying to decide if i care i don't <laughs> i don't care. i was just trying to think of ideas i don't care about them they don't move the needle uh, i kind of feel like the, like how i feel with undead labs you don't need them to fill a gap and i think that with microsoft right now this is about filling gaps yeah, uh, no, I agree. But Batman to fill the counter Spider-Man gap is a gap filler that I think makes sense. That's um, something that moves the needle. That sells right, systems. I, That's a big And deal. it fills a gap that someone else has. Like the, we don't have enough games that, uh, you know, appeal to kids is a gap that needs to be filled. Yeah, I think Don't Nod fills a gap. I think Remedy fills a gap. Yes. Yeah. If you can't fill a gap, it's not worth the, the I, price of admission. Here's the thing. I know it's crazy and it's, I know it is crazy to think out loud. I know it's a lot of money. Sega and Platinum fill gaps. I agree that they fill gaps. I think Platinum is the smarter of the two. Do you choices. have a better Japanese option? A lot of people keep thinking like Konami could sell. <sighs> I think that would I blow wish, up in Microsoft's I, face. I wish Konami would sell, but I don't think it would if go. If Konami sold and Microsoft bought Metal Gear, people would lose their freaking minds. That wouldn't go well for Microsoft. That'd be counterproductive. <laughs> Maybe. But also, Konami is sitting on IP that it refuses to touch. Yeah. So actually... I don't know. There are a lot of fans of like Silent Hill that would take that yeah. if it meant they got a game. Yeah. So I don't think it would blow up in your in their face as much as you think. And I actually think it would be a smarter move than trying for like something like Sega, who's very comfortable and does not need you. Konami is just sitting with a locked closet behind them holding hostage. Castlevania. Yeah. It, I've always wished it. they'd just sell the IP. They don't have to sell everything to one. Just kind of split it up. Get Let everybody yeah. have one. God, just dish it out so someone can- Sell make Castlevania to Nintendo. Sell Metal Gear- to PlayStation and sell sell Silent Hill to Xbox. Done. <laughs> Let Bloober do like, it. It's like they're holding <laughs> the hostage. I wish Konami would do that, and I think they make more sense than Let's Sega. Let Shinji Mikami make the next Silent Hill game. That works. That'd be great. Shh, don't say things out loud that I really want. Stop that. Stop that. Uh, Platinum is the one that makes the most sense, but I don't think it will happen. Yeah, they're probably the most attainable. They are the, the lowest on the totem pole. That's one get. that... For a company like Microsoft or Google or Amazon, you can walk in and make them an offer. They just can't refuse. I agree. I don't think you can do that with Sega or Konami. You no, know, it's like, this like, is the end of the day. It's like, we're going to buy you. Yeah. I, Sega and Konami are in a whole other league of, I have other business. I have other money. I don't need you. 
Um, I have pachinko machines in the back for real. Yeah. <laughs> but Platinum just makes games. I know Sega and Xbox, though. Sega and Microsoft are really close corporate-wise. I wonder I if they wouldn't mind being acquired by Xbox. I think they don't need to be. and they're. They I agree they don't need to be. I think they're comfortable with their business model, and Microsoft is comfortable with theirs, and they make smart deals. And I think it makes both of them happy, and I don't think that they would screw it up. Hmm. But I'm speculating. I don't know anything. I'm just a lady in New Jersey. <laughs> so <laughs> what do I know? All right, let's do a couple more questions now that we've run the speculation game into the ground. This one by Creature is actually pretty interesting. Watch, they'll buy nobody that we just mentioned. <laughs> Excellent. I love being wrong about crap like this because I don't have any stake in it. They'll Who buy nobody. They'll I'm buy wrong. just completely somebody else. <laughs> All right, Creature says, what are your thoughts or predictions for original and 360 backwards compatibility in 2021? As someone who owns a lot of games for both those so consoles, info out there is a drip feed. I feel like this is dead. Like they're just, I think they're. I think they've said they're done. Well, I know they stopped. I know they announced that they stopped. I don't know if they they left the door open to doing more, but I think they're done. I think. I think they've done. gotten everything they can get over. Yes, that's what it is, and I I'm saying this as someone who also owns an incredibly huge 360 uh, library and a yeah, very big same. OG Xbox library, and I still own both pieces of hardware because of this. Uh, my 360 is still currently hooked up. My original Xbox was until about a month ago. Um, Largely because I own Otogi and it's delightful. It's the only place to play it. So uh, I know that Microsoft had announced they were stopping for a time. I don't yeah. think they've said they killed it, but I just, I don't think we're going to, I think they might be done. I mean, I it really certainly feels that way. And if they're not done, like we're not going to get, you know, too many more. Are there any that you want? Otogi is one, Otogi and Otogi two. Um, uh, what was, there's some 360 stuff. I'd like to see, um, I don't, they're not going to, there's a lot of lights and stuff that I really want to see. And I don't think they're ever That's going never to gonna happen. like, there's a lot of sports games. Yeah. Um, the one that always comes to mind is, um, lollipop chainsaw. That's yes. There's That's one of the few of that I still have on disc, uh, max Payne. max pain for sure. Fear. None of the fears are backwards compatible. That's a bummer. So. I liked uh, one and two a great. I'd game. love the Guitar Hero stuff to be brought forward. Uh, that's never going to happen, but I would love it. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Like there, there are other games. Condemned. And condemned too. I yeah, love both. Those are cool. I uh, still own discs for both of those because I like them so much. It's hard because the 360 library was incredibly large, and a lot of it isn't over. Um, I and I liked. I think most of the hits are the big stuff, but I like it a lot of sucks stuff. None of the sports, sports stuff is. That's like, just never going to happen. NCAA fans like me were just screwed. I just keep my 360 that, that, around that for one a, game. Do, do you still have your 360? Yeah, I got two yeah, of them I still actually. Have, I still have a functional 360 for two. some of it. I have uh, one, and I have one as a backup. That's funny. I bought an extra one. They were on sale at GameStop for twenty bucks. I remember when that's happened. I, I would probably pull one from eBay if I really need to. Fun fact, I own the uh, the HD DVD drive. Nice. My, and it still runs. And I think I have the Harry Potter collection. I had it in my daughter's room as a DVD player for years. And uh, yeah. and then I have mine in my room for when I want to play NCAA. And I still play. You'll still see me on Xbox Live. Usually weekly. I play the game yeah, weekly. Yeah. 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 That's funny. I uh, OG Xbox, it's less. I um, think I'm like my 17th season in Dynasty or something. Either? Whatever, man. Whatever brings you joy. I started I as an assistant coach at Mercer. Holy <laughs> Been working my way up season by season. 
<laughs> if that 360 dies, you're going to cry. Does it cloud sync your yeah. data? Yeah. yeah. So I can hop to yeah. anything. But it's a real shame that it's like you can actively play it on 360 and they have backwards compatible. Like, I, I really want them to just be like, look, if it's on 360, you can play it on Xbox One. I would love to see them call yeah. people's bluff. Just turn it on and see if anybody fights you for it. I, well, I don't, don't think wanna, they would. No, they don't want to litigate those. But losses. here's the thing. There's a difference between selling it and just making it playable. There is, but there's still a licensing issue. I would love to see them just turn it on and not tell anybody. I'm going to tell you a secret. <laughs> there are lawyers who literally sit there and look for stuff like this to happen. They are bored. Don't give them something to do. Like, I, you don't, it's their, that's their job. Their job is to hunt stuff like this down. Lolly chop. Lollipop Chainsaw really hurts. That's a great game. I have that one, and I loved it. And um, it got the whole uh, it was the Guardians of the Galaxy like yep. revival, right? Because yep. that guy, everybody was like, "Donnie, did you know that he wrote that game?" I'm like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I that did. Game was really good. The, the um, Suda Fifty One and stuff, and and they have other Suda games on backwards compatible. Like Killer's yes. Dead is backwards compatible. Oh, that game is good too, and I know that I'm in a minority on that one. Um, did the Ninja Gaiden games come forward? No idea, but you see the rumors that they're about to release a remastered collection? I saw a tweet today, and I just, I can't, I don't get my hopes up. I never original, played those. Playing the first Ninja Gaiden, well, the first of the newer Ninja Gaiden games on like an original black? Xbox, it was, it was my second year in col- college. And it was called Ninja Gaiden Black? No, Black was the version that came out slightly after. It was just called Ninja Gaiden. Okay. And then there was Ninja Gaiden 2, and then there was Sigma. But the original Ninja Gaiden was the Xbox one. Okay. Uh, 2004. And Black was like, uh, I want to say that hit PS3. It's weird. It's it's a weird situation. Uh, Ninja Gaiden games, those Ninja Gaiden games were the, the dawn of the Dark Souls difficulty level of video game. Sure. They were, they were hard and they were good hard and they were satisfying. Hard. Yeah, I don't like those games. I do. Uh, and I remember playing so much of it on like my Duke I like don't not games. <laughs> We're very different people. Uh, Roxy is reminding me in chat. Beautiful Katamari needs backwards compatibility. Beautiful Katamari is an excellent. Is that like Katamari Damacy? Yes, yeah, it's but it was the 361, and it was uh, Beautiful Katamari is like really good. I got it on Switch when it came out because Kevin and Carol go nuts about it, and I played the game for like an hour, and I was like, this is awful. I love the Katamari <laughs> series of games. I own vinyl records for soundtracks. Yeah. I have feelings. Uh, weird Japanese. Games. I have I feelings about that game too. <laughs> yeah, yours are all get out. None of them are positive. You're in a timeout for hating the cutest games of all time. Go sit in the corner. You're like, I don't want to play hard games. It's like, what is this trash? Stupid. What is wrong with you? It's rolling this ball around, this dumb music. Let's go. The Gaiden games are too hard. I'm not going to play those. But no, the Katamari ball rolling too easy. That's not kids. too easy. It's just not fun. Oh, you guys need to play some Monkey Ball. I like Monkey Ball. Different game. More uh, aligned with raging at your friends and punching people in the face, much like Mario Kart. All right, Donnie, pick one more to take us out of here because we are getting there. On oh, this, this is the last one. Yeah, yeah we well. are. Wow, ninety right? minutes. See, wow, we did good today. You pick one, and we'll see where we end up. And we'll okay. do one more. Uh, oh, let's do Delvin. This is a fun one. Yeah. What TV or movie franchise that has never had a console video game okay. would you like for an Xbox exclusive game? <sighs> Bonus points. Who would you want to make it? He says he would be all in on a Static Shock open world game made by WB Montreal, exclusively made for Xbox. Boy, this is a really hard question. TV or movie franchise that hasn't had a game that I want to get a game. Can you think of? Yeah, I've got an idea for one. 
the born the born movies got a game yeah the other ones have games it wasn't good one of my favorite premises in horror movies and all of horror movies that i've always adored and i think i adore the premise way more than i actually even like the movies is the purge okay the premise of the purge is excellent I and agree. It is such an easy movie to make. And the fact that they have screwed it up so many times, not that they're awful, just they're not as good as they could be. But The Purge could be an excellent open world video game okay. with some light systems defense stuff and sure. some good decisions that have weight okay. and something like a Dying Light meets an... Uh, Left for Dead or a division. State of Decay or a Division, but the Purge with not okay. zombies, but people, but people doing awful things and maybe letting you choose to play evil or good yeah, and then dictating it. the games and the narrative based on that. And maybe like you even live a day where you make decisions that go good or bad. And maybe that makes people want to kill you or not. And a, this. uh, What's that system that the Lord of the Rings sings as? The Nemesis yeah, system? The Nemesis. Oh. That's the one thing I want them to buy that studio Where for you have people you have people that maybe you try to kill or they try to kill you, but you, they get away and stuff like that. This is not bad. The whole scrounging for weapons. Maybe like a Dead Rising, create your own weapons type of stuff. You put this all that in bad. there. That's a really good game. I like this. My answer, and I don't know if it had a video game. Did Starship Troopers get a video game? No, but I'm all for this. This is a great idea. Made I by the people. I'm about I, to cuss. I want a Starship. I freaking love that game. <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah, it's one of my favorite sci-fi movies. I have no. Oh shame, so. man, Diz forever. Me and Dev <laughs> share the hottest fascination for Dizzy. Dizzy. <laughs> In the boys. Uh, uh, not that I disagree. <laughs> she is the best. Yes, she is. Oh. Uh, that, we have saved that conversation for a I need to fan uh, <laughs> yourself with mojito. <laughs> <laughs> don't mojito on your head. Calm it down. Simmer. Uh, I want a Starship Troopers game. I don't care who makes it. Let me shoot a bunch of aliens. Give me some of those character models. This is just like Halo. Way. It's kind of Halo meets um. <laughs> It's just Earth funny defense. Halo. It's Earth Defense Force. Sort of. Just, but give me it. Give me Starship Troopers. Give me some of the stupid lines. And I'm the looking armor at pictures of Dizzy Flores. You stop. We're not getting anything done the rest of this episode. You did We're it. I, it's a brilliant idea. And you know, the it. hair. I know. It's the best hair. Video game that needs to be made. No other video games need to be made. And you can play that football. Like their, their Starship Troopers football. Stupid. It's just like. Final oh, Fantasy. Arena Except football the, with like yeah. front flips and stuff. You just do a whole second mode. That's just that. This That'd would be, be a blast. Yeah, this I'd be, be down for Starship Troopers. Blast. One of my favorite movies. I want a Chucky game. No, you don't. I do. do you? Yeah. You know what I'd like it to be? A VR game. Chucky. No. No. Where you're trapped in an apartment no. and like he like runs around but he's but he's small. So you can see like the, the size, so you have to look down to see him. It's kind of what I want. <laughs> I played Resident Evil Seven in VR. So when you're playing, After. you hear like the little like pitter patter of little feet. I hear that all the time. I have small children. Yeah, but you look around, you're like, oh, where they go? Well, that's because I'm hiding behind your chair. My child. Okay, she's not back there. We're good. Ooh, Roxy says hell divers. Yeah, hell divers. Yeah, it's kind of like Starship Troopers. Boy, you know Candyman, except you're the Candyman. I like I like the idea of the horror games, I, I, and dot you know 
Dead by Daylight does this, but yeah. I like the yeah. idea of like I kind of wish actually Dead by Daylight had individual campaigns for each of the yeah. monsters. Yeah. Instead I think everybody that plays game. that game because they do a really good job of it. Yeah. yeah. I would love I think they do the good job and I would just like to even if it's just like one or two levels with each of the monsters that you play as the monster. It would be cool. You know, you're reminding me, I pitched a game and I remember what it was. I pitched a game. It was a, a Friday the 13th game. Yeah. We talked about this on an episode of the show. Yeah. Was that it? Yeah. Dev- yeah Delvin it said it was like party hard or there's another game yeah, like that. Party hard is a game, party hard is a, game yeah. a lot like that. And um, it's got a hotline Miami vibe, but like, but monster it's, it's yeah. But mine, yes. I was thinking like first person, Yes. You're Jason, but you have to stalk all the counselors. You have to kill them without them finding out or without them killing you or like calling the police or you'd lose. But wasn't there wasn't that Friday the thirteenth? Right, but that was all multiplayer and I want it to be more like Oh, you want a single player experience. Systems focused, single player, okay. narrative driven, but like you could like set stuff up. Honestly, like yes. almost like play Jason's mom, not even Jason. <laughs> <laughs> play as Mrs. Voorhees where you like lead would, them against each other like just manipulating the scene as the I killer want, it's kind of sadistic want, I want a good Saw game like that that's dark I want a good Saw game that's what I thought that's that like, Resident Evil multiplayer thing was going to be like with like the kind, rooms and stuff that's kind of what it's kind of like that if you not, play as the monster but it's not all the way like yeah. asynchronous multi though I don't want I want it to be my purge game was much better I would play your Purge game and my Starship Troopers game. My Purge game sounds amazing. It's kind of the game I've always wanted. Because I love zombie games. Calls to make. I want to be open world and I want to be able to like build. I would like the, do you see the the Dawn of the Dead remake? Yes. It's incredible. I want to build that truck. (laughs) Okay. With the the chainsaws through the slats and stuff. And I want to just go drive the Purge streets. I want neon RGB masks and stuff. I want to like design my own character. You're sort of designing like the division meets watchdogs meets zombies. I want those. I want the sirens to go off like at nightfall. I love the sirens. <laughs> movies freak me out. Excuse me, citizens. <laughs> I want a stupid clown mask. Yeah, so it's like gangs and stuff mask. rolling around and whatnot. That's, that would be that would be so much fun. I in my head, I am literally thinking of like Shadow of Mordor, The Purge. Well, you, you've, what you're really describing is the division, but the purge. Like, yeah, because the kinda. division has unique gangs as well, and yeah. unique groups in different parts of the city, and it's it sets that up, but without the purge. Aspect. I want more preparation just, stuff, yeah. and more story than defense. the division. You want Some, like so, yeah. like it's kind of like a choose thing. I you could either right. choose to go out, or you could choose to stay. But either way, you're going to face folks, right? And you have to prepare and scavenge yeah. and survive. State of the cave style, right? Kind of. But better. That's why I said, I've always said that I love the idea of State of the Cave until right. I play it. And then I'm like, play. I don't like this as much. I think that that would be fun. And I would State of the Cave, but good. So many people are getting so mad and at you fun. right now. Oh, I said it on, play, like- on the PSXP podcast. Haley was like, tell me about State of the Cave 3. I was like, that's a studio Microsoft can give back. <laughs> You're so mean. mean. It's like we we've bought Bethesda now. We're done with you. Stop. (laughs) They're low rent. They make one game every. I would trade them for Don't Not in a Harpy. Yeah, but that's not a fair trade. (laughs) In a Uh, Harpy. And I, I don't hate State of Decay. I don't. I don't want to. It's just like. I feel like we have this conversation a lot. I don't want to hate it, but I hate it. State of Decay. It's not that I hate it. It's it's not to the level 
than a triple A first party game should be. Don't disagree, but I also don't think it is that. Well, then why'd you buy them? That's the whole point of bringing them on board. I think they see potential. They do see uh, potential. See, I give you that. And I also think they see a, a studio that would work with other studios to dump their ideas and, I, and tech in. I think the trailer from State of Decay 3 at least gives off the impression that maybe they can make a jump. They can grow. I think they can. I think they just need time and we're all impatient, angry gamers. Sure. So I, I want to like State of Decay. I really do. I've always wanted to like it. I play, I've, I've downloaded State of Decay 2, 3, or 4 different times, tried to get into it. just can't. I want... I, I want, like I said, I'm thinking more action-oriented, Shadow of Mordor, Dying Light, not systems-oriented, sure. tower defense like State of Decay. That's fair. Yeah. And I would play your Purge game, and I would play my dumb Starship Troopers shooter game. Oh, I'd play that game football. in a heartbeat. Uh, you know Do I get good. to be Dizzy Flores? Yeah, Do I get to romance fine. Dizzy Flores? Like <sighs> full-on full cyberpunk Witcher scenes. Dina Meyer's hot. Like I, no, I need to get not. this. I need to get this on record. <laughs> I, I will go on record. She's gorgeous. She's, I agree. She's gorgeous. Oof. I'm on your team with this one. I'm not mad. You at least have good taste. Like <laughs> you know. All right, we're gonna do one more question and then we're gonna take it out. Sure. Uh, we're gonna use. We're gonna put Donnie in the video game version of a hot shower, a cold shower. Robert Sullivan, when do you think we'll start seeing the Bethesda library showing up on Game Pass? Is it just me or my the I think everybody, I got a, like a collective sense from the internet that everybody like got in a Wolfenstein mood after the Indiana Jones thing. Is I that think just that me? definitely happened. No, it's not just you because I also shoot it. No, you know what though? Because I, I started to like boot it up and I was like, I might want to go back and replay those games. It was the combination of that announcement and the general goings on of two weeks ago. Yeah, good point. And that gave me a, I need to expend some frustrated Yeah, energy. yeah, and that's exactly how I feel. Yeah, I like shooting people in Wolfenstein games. Like, I like... That's I was a, pissed off. Some cathartic, like, let's go kill some Nazis. I was pissed off, and I then that Indiana Jones thing dropped, and I'm like, I could go for some shooting Nazis. Yeah. yeah. And it's very cathartic. Like, the way it works in those games, it you feel good. Crunchy. <laughs> After. It's good it's crunchy. stuff, man. They're, I love it. Um, yeah. I, I might replay. I might have to replay Wolfenstein here soon. They're all good. I haven't played the first one in quite some time. I'm going to put that one. I've got there. them all. Me too. I own the collection. You got Wolf. Was it Wolfenstein: The New Order, The Old Blood, and Wolfenstein Two, which was and excellent, then there's the other one, that which is not likes. good. It's Kevin fine. said they got it better. They made it better. They patched it, and I want to revisit. They said they, they changed, changed all of the ammo types mm-hmm. that you had to do. Me and Kevin yep. dropped seventy magazines in the first boss, and we couldn't bring him down. We were like, "What is going on?" One of those things where if you it was a combination of if you weren't at the right level, you couldn't brute force it just by being good, and if you didn't have the right type of ammo. They fixed it, and I want to revisit it, and I think once I get started shooting Nazis, I don't know that I'm going to be able to stop. Mm-hmm. So, uh, when do you think they're going to start consistently rolling out these games? On- I mean, not until they not until they make an acquisition, right? So, when do we think that's final? When is that's the a good question. Final? I don't know. Like, I have no idea. I would hope by the yeah. fiscal year, so by the end of March. I would love to see start seeing a twice a once a month doling out of the of this library. I think in lieu of a more heavy top of the card first party exclusive list, you can make up a lot of room with Game Pass. I agree. You know, once so a they, month. they have Halo if there's a Starfield and a something else out there, you know, like those exclusives will bring people to the ecosystem. But if you can drop in some Game Pass things, even that are old, like we got Skyrim. 
So then give me now Fallout 3 and Fallout 4. And then give Fallout me Fallout 4 was already in the Game Pass, wasn't it? But then it got pulled back. Yeah, and you do want to kind of that warm and fuzzy that it's just always going to be there. With a catalog that you own, I think that rolls it into being first party and they should be expected to always be there. Yeah. To me. Of course. And so I think that I would want to see like, okay, Pray. Skyrim there, here's three and the four evil of within. the Yeah, here's Evil Within 1, then 2, back-to-back months. Oh, those come out around Halloween. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I definitely wouldn't want to put them all in at the same time. I'd want to give them some no. space. I would take a collection and give it one to three months where you give me those games. The Dishonored games get- Young Blood. You know, the s- summer Young Blood. You know, like- Is Rage already in there? <sighs> I thought they added it recently. Rage 2. Rage 2 isn't on- awful. It's not good, but it's not bad. Yeah, I, li- I didn't like it, it when I got it. Or no, it's not. I beat the whole thing, so I liked it. I yes, wanted more, too. but I did like it. It. I wanted it to be better. better. It was better than the original Rage. That works. It was not great. So there's in the scheme ten to twelve games that can add in there. They could spend a year of once a month giving you a game as they step through the progression, and then by the end of a year, sure, you have whole catalog in. Yeah, yeah, um, no, that's it, a good point. Us, they've given us the big boy. They gave us Skyrim. They could throw in DLC. Lots of so DLC, DLC stuff. should just come with each title that it comes with. So when you dump Dishonored, it should come with the. Um, hey, I say you, ju- you jump di- Dishonored and then you do DLC a couple weeks later. I think you put all of Dishonored One's DLC in with it. Keep it's it like going. a game. It's the game of the year edition. Boom. Mm. Then two game of the year edition. That's it's just because I say this because when you start a game like that, it in some games that content makes more sense in line. Because I already mm. own the ones that I really want to own. The only one I don't own is the Evil Within Two, and it's good. And I do want to replay it. I just I I haven't bought it because I'm waiting for it to come to Game Pass. I mean, you can also it it has been had for five dollars. I know. I might just buy it. Like you're at the point of like because I'm getting to the point now where I I really don't know what I'm going to be playing on Xbox next after the medium. After the medium. Yeah, I don't know what's next. And like, there's the thing. There's other games, right? There's the Ascent. There's all those indie games. You know, there's like Scorn, which is. I don't even know if I'm going to play that one. That one's weird. Well, the question is, what third party is coming out that I'd rather hold that controller for? Because that's usually where Far I... Far Cry 6 coming out anytime soon? I well, don't think so. Well, if we believe May, and I don't... So on the Bethesda end, as much as like all these Bethesda games show up, and they're going to be great when they do, Doom, you can put all the Dooms in. They are all in. Are they all in? Like even the old ones? I think so, because I think I played them. Uh, I don't know if they're all in Game Pass or I just owned them, but the, yeah. the new Dooms are in. Okay. Um... I really just want to know if Wolfenstein 3 is this year. Maybe Starfield, but I don't know anything about Starfield. And like the pitch of Starfield isn't necessarily something I'm into. I'm going to play it anyway, because uh, according to all reports, it's going to be in Game Pass. So I'm going to play it. But like, I'm not excited for it right now. You're like, Starfield. There are people out there that are like, Starfield's my most anticipated game of the year. I'm like, yeah, not close. It's Wolfenstein a- 3, though, would go way up to the top of the list. I'd be I, way I up there legit- on Wolf 3. I legitimately think that's a 2022 game. I think it's this year. I think it's not this year. I know you want to believe, but with the way they, they said, like how far out Indiana Jones is, I, I just, I think 2022. Okay. So. I mean, I think that's very, I think anything that we could think anything. of being this year could be next year, but I have this idea that Wolfenstein 3 is a 10 to 12 hour campaign shooter. And that, you know, Those they've have been kind of big. They've got, I know. And I'm, I'm almost long. wondering if they pair it back and it's kind of, this is the thing that they do last. Do you ever feel like this? And I think it'll come out on PlayStation too. 
I absolutely Wolfenstein. I actually kind of think it will because they're I feel not like going to they they're wanna, not going to keep the trilogy off the other ones. Right. I think they want to close a trilogy. Yeah, I agree. So I, I really do think they could close. But it'll that be in Game Pass. All right, kids. I think I think that's going to do it. We actually somehow found a longer show. <laughs> <laughs> we always do this. We're always like, it's going to be like an hour, and then I feel better having leaving this conversation than I did sitting down to record it. See? Yeah, that's it's always that way for me. It's always that way for me. It was a long day. It's been a long week. I'm tired. You're tired. We survived, but we're smiling now. Look at that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Neither of us played any video games either. We still talked for like two hours. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, speculation. Let me run through our Patreon producers real quick before we jump out of here. Thank you to everybody who supports us on Patreon and also everybody who supports us everywhere else and retweets and sends us all these lovely questions that we've gotten. But our Patreon producers, Michael Messick, Barry Cathcart, Edwin Callow, Nick Creature, Rude Days 93, Ben Moxham, Rob Emanuel, Nick Fallhaber, Paul Calicote, Kyle Heyman, Chris M., Devin Tyus, Josh Bourbon, and Grouchy Surge. Thanks, folks. You make me smile. And so far, I've gone through all of these episodes of the show that I've been on, and I haven't forgotten about you once. And I'm proud of that. That's good. Proud. I don't think I have anything else it for me we'll be back next week same time same channel and until then folks play some video games mahalo